This is a HeadGum Podcast. Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with BiteClear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. BiteClear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Chief Vibe Officer. It sounds like a position that would exist at a Silicon Valley tech startup, or perhaps a particularly self-aware adult novelty retailer. But it's actually the official title of restaurateur Jeff Sinelli, the founder of one of the fastest-growing sandwich franchises in the world. Sinelli's first successful chain was Genghis Grill, a Mongolian barbecue concept that originated in Dallas and marauded its way to conquering five states with 11 locations. He parlayed that success into a more mainstream fare, selling off Genghis Grill in 2003 to open a main-to-order sandwich shop in the Big D. His sandwich chain's name, which ends in a question mark, hammers home its emphasis on customer service and its unique ordering system, Patrons use Sharpies to mark their Sammy choices on brown paper bags, proved to streamline customization and reduce costly sandwich-making mishaps. Today, Sinelli, the hippie at heart who built his filled bread brand on the back of a Mongolian barbecue empire, now has nearly 450 locations in 28 countries. Speaking to the Dallas Morning News in 2018, Jeff Sinelli reflected upon his success with a tone one might expect from a man who anoints himself Chief Vibe Officer. Quote, The world of eating out has moved light years ahead in the past 15 years. This is a recalibration of that world and where it's going. It's also a recalibration of Jeff. This week on Doughboys, which witch? Welcome to Doughboys, the podcast about chain restaurants. I'm Nick Weiger, alongside my co-host, Last Action Euro, the Spoon Man, Mike Mitchell. Hmm. That was cur- courtesy of Seagulls, at S-G-L-L-S. Oh, yeah. Is that the band? I think it's a band. It is the band. Okay. Well, uh, Seagulls roasted you good. Last Action Euro, roastspoonman at gmail.com if you want to have your insult for Mitch read on the air. I'm going to... I'm 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 gonna do a burning of all their of all their CDs and tapes. You're like the disco sucks night. Yes, in a minor league <laughs> minor league baseball in the 70s, mm-hmm. or maybe that was the 80s. I don't remember the exact era. Maybe I think it was the 80s. Yeah, the dis- disco died with the 70s, Nick. Yeah, I mean those. You know, some said that the 70s were the last days of disco. Mm. They were right. Yeah, it died with the 70s. Right. Uh, what, what, what was that like? What was that decade that? like, Nick? I wasn't born in the 70s. <laughs> I was born in 1980. You're an 80 baby. Yeah, I am an 80 baby. You know what I like about it? Even though my birthday is in August, so mm-hmm. it's not true for most of the year, uh, but my the zero mm-hmm. or, or the, the ones place of my age generally lines up with what year it is, cool. which is a lot of fun. So like I was I, in 1990, I was 10. That's cool. 2000, 20. Three thousand thirty. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait. So is forty this? Oh no, it's next year. Oh boy, soon it's going to be. This is forty. Wow, are you going to start eating cupcakes out yeah. of the trash or no? 
<laughs> I'm going to go uh, play Scrabble on my iPad in the toilet while my wife gets a mammogram or whatever happens in that movie. <laughs> Robert Smigel is going to be in it for a little bit. <laughs> Nick, you came There's not out. really a script or a story. It's just sort of get everyone riffing. I love my Judd. They're having fun. <laughs> Mr. Apatow, as I call him. Right. Um, you know, he said he'd be on this show. Did he? Yeah. What does Judd want to cover? I don't know. Well, he better bring his Judd appetite. I just got a text. Yeah. He doesn't want to come on the show anymore. That's fair. I understand. (laughs) Bob, I told you Odenkirk is down to come too. We never, we, 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 there's people like, I'll come. He was like, I'll come on the show. Uh I tell you what happened with Bob. You did, yeah. And he's like, well, there's this like great Chinese food restaurant we should do. And I was like, uh, okay. <laughs> like he didn't understand the premise of the show. No, he didn't get the premise yeah. of the show. No, this is much stupider than stupider than what he thinks. Yeah, it's worse. It's not like an actual review show. Uh, do do uh, now this? I just want to say, I just I, I just want to be clear because you are saying this on the air. This will this will be. We can edit all this. Okay. Well, it's it's. N- <laughs> I'm saying, like, like this, if people hear this, they're going to think it's going to be something that happens. It probably won't happen. They'll, and they'll at these people on social media, because that's what always oh, happens. Oh, don't at them. Well, they're going to. That's what happens. All these fans do. They're maniacs. Mm. I got a little drop for you. You know, you came in hot, and I'm kind of like, I'm kind of slow today. Hmm. Today. <laughs> yeah. I'm the one who comes in hot, baby. <laughs> Firing off jokes left and right. Uh, I got a drop, We're having Nick. fun. Should I play it? Yes, please. Oh, also... To Spoon Nation. And here is a little. He's only seen 20 movies. His name is Hugh Song. And we send him to the store. He always gets it wrong. Tell him get a few flavors. Just make it a surprise. But green tea is all this fucker ever buys. We don't have another four minutes of that? <laughs> that was 52 seconds. I allowed it to be played because it's good. Well, I might have to send Emma a copy of that uh-huh. file so she can just play it. By Jeff Oakley. Please play this rock and drop at tonight's live show. This was for the Hollywood show. Jesus. Peace and love, drop master Jeff Oakley. <laughs> Jeff, we played it. We didn't play that. Not at the live show. And he said, all in good fun, you song rules. Oh, that's fun. Did you now? Did you uh, did you hear this one before the Hollywood live show and choose not to play it? No. <laughs> <laughs> so he sent it in before. Then you're just now getting to it. Yeah, like a month. Do you after read that, every drop before after. they come in? Do I what? You don't read every drop as they. I mean, I'm sorry. Insult, Mitch. Insult. As I read they them come all. In. That's bullshit. I read them all. Look at you, fucking your smirk. People can't see. I you. process every single individual insult that's sent in there. I read them all and I enjoy. I have a great time. Oh, P.S. Here are the lyrics in case you want them. Should I tell you? Yes. He's only seen 20 movies. His name is Yu Song. When we send him to the store, he always gets it wrong. We tell him to get a few flavors. Just make it a surprise. But green tea is a, is all this fucker ever buys. I don't have to do the music, I guess. Yeah. Grab the masha, brew it up. You're fucking fired, so pack it up. 
Yu Song loves green tea. And sometimes red bean, Yu Song loves green tea. Yeah, he ruins everything. It's inside every food he eats, from his ice cream to his meat. Yeah. So here's the thing. It wasn't like it was hard to parse what was being said in the song. Like, uh-huh. we got it. Like, I don't think you need to recite all the lyrics. Then why the hell did you tell me to read the lyrics, you fucking <laughs> I don't know. freak? You wanted to do it. I didn't know you were going to read all of them. I read all the... I, yes, I did. I was going to read all the lyrics. Oh, well... I, I just think I feel like we we just heard the song twice, All just right. once with a hold for edit. Then again, <laughs> it's fine. Fucking <sighs> the song is pour some sugar on me. Mm-hmm. I'm surprised it wasn't like pour some matcha on me, like a little simpler, like find and replace. You're you. First of all, these people give you Mitch insults that suck. And you're coming after my guy who did a drop, a badass drop. Uh, he actually recorded something. I did, like he went and put, he went to the studio and got threw threw down some vocals. It was impressive. Seagulls, what did today, what was today's insult? Last action euro. Yeah. What the fuck does that even mean? Like hero, but not year, but you're a euro. Yeah. What does that mean? It's it's a thing. There's a there's a there's a thing that exists, and an element of it has been replaced with a food thing. Because you're a man with a legendary appetite. <laughs> First of all, no. That, you also you love Mediterranean food. I do like Mediterranean food. Why am the last action? How about no action euro? No. Wait. So well, then people don't know what it lines up to. I mean, you could say the no action hero. Then it'd be like a guy who doesn't fuck. The no action euro. Then people are like, wait, what's is that? A, what's that a riff on? It's like you changed. What are you talking things. about? The no action euro makes sense. I think I think people would have difficulty parsing it. Oh God. This is over. It's just over. <laughs> well, our guest has been sitting here this whole time. I feel like we should do the rest of the show for his sake. <laughs> All right, fine. Uh, he's a writer and stand-up comedian from Jesus and Marrow, and last week tonight with John Oliver, his new album, Dancing on a Weeknight, is available right now. Josh Gondelman. Hi, Josh. Hey, thank you for having me on the final Doughboys. Uh, <laughs> they're, all the, they're always the final Doughboys <laughs> until we get home and realize we rely on it financially. <laughs> it's very sad. It's like the end of Gone Girl. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> It's like, yeah, they're only suited for one another. <laughs> uh, now, Josh, we, you know, things got a little heated in here up top. Mitch and I were going out a little bit. You are a man who I, I, I think are, is, has, a, has a reputation for being notoriously nice, a very, very pleasant man. We certainly had a great time in your company today. Oh, thank you. I had a great time having lunch with you guys. How do you, like, if you're in a tense situation, if you're in something where some, some insults are being thrown around or there's some... Uh, some arguing is is taking place. Like, how? What, what is your perspective is on it? What the fuck is I'm this curious. question? What is this? <laughs> how question? do you approach? How do you approach a conflict as someone who is such a predilection for being pleasant? Uh, deeply avoidant. Oh, I avoid it. it at all costs. So, yeah, I try not to stay near it. I almost saw a fight on the subway the other day. And Whoa! I I was a safe distance away, but it felt like they were about to fight me. Wow. Yeah. Oh, no. It was very... I mean, they weren't, but that's just how uncomfortable I am with people expressing open displeasure. It's why I had to leave Massachusetts. <laughs> 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 it was just everybody was too uh, forthcoming with their feelings of rage. Right. <laughs> so I moved to New York City, where at least oh. it's, it's a lot of apathy. <laughs> I was going to say, I thought, I thought New York City would be bad, too. I think Boston is meaner, though. New New York cares less. Like you could, you're more likely to to just die of emotional frostbite. But in New England, like I, I, the way I always think 
about it is like in Boston, someone would yell from across the street, like, nice hat, idiot. And you'd be like, we, I didn't even see you there. <laughs> that is true. But also, that is funny. It's very yeah, funny. It's funny. so funny. Everyone's so mean and it makes me laugh so much. That's like a Simpsons joke for someone to be like across the street, and be like, nice hat, you idiot. Like, that's, that's, yeah, that's funny. funny. It's like an entire, Boston's an entire city full of full grown Nelson Munsons. <laughs> Munsachusetts is what it is. I love Munsachusetts. Have you ever got, you guys ever gotten a, been on the receiving end of an insult from the street oh yeah yes <laughs> have you so not this is a common thing in go- I, I, it's happened to me a couple of times but this is a common thing to you in in boston i guess someone just yes i was me. mortified walking around thinking i was gonna get made fun of it all the time oh wow i can't remember any specifics but like i just feel like i've been yelled at so much in my right. life yeah right uh, yeah i i would get a and i know this is it's it's a different i'm not uh, just different phenomenon what uh, 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 what happens with with women? But I think, like in terms of like getting like yelled at and just someone making fun of you, the two things that, that stand out for me as a man is uh, one time I was wearing orange pants and this dude yells out, uh, "Hey man, turn down the volume on those pants!" And I was like, "Fuck, I can't recover. That's unrecoverable." I mean, he's that guy is probably right. Yeah, it was, uh, it was funny too. Um, and then the other, like I also got when I used to run, I used to have longer hair. I'd get uh, get a haircut, hippie. Oh. Which I thought was like, oh, that's kind of from another that time. To you? Yeah, I got to get a haircut, hippie. You, <laughs> you were running partners with Forrest Gump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you guys were on your way across America. <laughs> Man, I wish. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like, hmm. I don't know. I, I feel like I've been made fun of so much that, like, even if someone was like, hey, like, hi, handsome. I take it as an insult. Yeah, you'd yeah. be like, what the fuck did you yeah, just what say? What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> What's right. your shit? Deal? Yeah. <laughs> I, like uh, yeah no they're they they are, they can be pretty ruthless in Boston. I do feel like they have a a tough like, exterior, and then right. a lot of the times they have uh, they have a nice uh, you know, a sweet their sweethearts. Yeah, that's true. I don't think it's bad people. I just think it's like very not very comfortable expressing joy unless it's like Red Sox related, yeah. and very comfortable expressing joy also when it's Red Sox. Sorry, right. expressing rage when it's Red Sox related yeah. or otherwise. And there are some just true assholes. Oh sure, for sure. Uh, Nick, yes. Speaking of uh of 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 no good folks, yes, my house was nearly broken into. You all, you almost got burgled. I almost got burgled. There was an attempted burgle on my house. Yeah. Oh no. I was almost burgled. You were you here? Uh, I was. I That's was so here. scary. I was. I was here. Nick is making a face already. I'm not making okay. a face. No, right. I'm like, I want. I want to hear you. I've I've see, I've gotten the text version of this story, but uh-huh. I want to hear this this in person in IRL. I was sitting here. I came back from some Easter festivities. Uh, Taco Bell. <laughs> <laughs> not Taco Bell. Mm. Uh, Did you go to church? No, I didn't go to church. Oh, okay. I I hung with Armin a little bit. Uh, did you guys hunt for Easter eggs? Yeah, we hunted for Easter eggs together. <laughs> Just two adult men doing an Easter egg hunt. <laughs> and we, hiding no, it for each other. No, That's so tender. No, we didn't hide them. We, we were just hunting for Easter eggs. <laughs> oh, okay. Trying to find them anywhere we could. Um, but uh, I can't... Uh, other kids? Yeah, other kids. We got, we got a lot. We, 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 we wandered onto other, people, into other people's property. Out of the way, nerd. <laughs> Um, we and it was a. I came home with my bounty of eggs, mm-hmm. uh, and um, I sat down on the couch here. Nick was around six, six ish, mm-hmm. and uh, I uh, I had on Game of Thrones. I but I paused it. I paused it to watch a a, a YouTube video of Mortal Kombat Eleven. Interesting, and, uh, interesting decision. And um, so I was watching this video, and all of a sudden the screen door the to my my house opens up. Right. And uh, 
it stays open for a second. I'm like, hmm, it's, the screen door is open to someone like delivering a package, but it's Easter. This is strange. Yeah. So I waited for a second. Wally, Wally growled. Mm. Wally growled and then ran into the other room. And I was like, that's weird. Wally doesn't usually, he doesn't usually growl. It was and a quick little growl and he ran off. To be clear, he wasn't growling at the in-game footage of Jack sprawling with Katana. He <laughs> <laughs> That's that's cat for let them fight. <laughs> <laughs> he was not growling at uh, MK11. Mm, got it. Um, he was growling because he wanted you to put Game of Thrones back on. <laughs> <laughs> he wanted to watch Game of Thrones. Meow, I need closure on Arya's storyline. <laughs> um, he's rooting for uh, oh the wolves to die. I forgot the name of the wolves. Oh, the dire the wolves. The dire wolves. I, yeah. couldn't, I couldn't come up with it. One of them was called Ghost. Ghost. Lady. Lady gets Lady, lady gets whacked early. Yeah. Lady gets whacked, whacked in season one. Really? Yeah, it's fucked up. Man, the show used to be good. You, Nick and I are of the mind that the show is not good anymore. Yeah. Nick when isn't the, even watching this season. I'm not watching this season. You're out. Just watch it, you weirdo. I don't know. I think I maybe you just won't watch it. You watch every season except for this one? Yeah, I think I'm just going to walk away. Oh, that's so frustrating. I, even if you don't like it, please just watch it. Hmm. We'll see. Oh, I hate you. I might just read all the spoilers. I feel I feel such a compulsion to finish things, even when I don't like them. Whether like TV shows, sandwiches, like whatever it is, mm. I'll just see it through to the bitter end. So I like in on one hand, I admi- I like I don't understand how you're doing this, but on yeah. other, I just like admire it. Like I imagine you could just like walk away from a car crash. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he's a psychopath. <laughs> he's insane. This is just a sign of you being insane. You're on the last. There's six episodes left. I'll maybe watch it. I might. I might just read the spoilers. Dear God. Anyway, the doorknob starts to jiggle. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, what the hell? The doorknob started to jiggle. I get up, and, and then the door closes. The outside door closes. I get up, and I went over to the door, and I see a guy walking away around the corner away from my house. Did you? Now, let me ask you a question. Did you pause the MK11 trailer? Or are I you just, just threw I threw it down. Oh, you did just you, threw it down. Okay. Did you leave it on for the sounds like in Home Alone? <laughs> <laughs> People are fucking lethal oh, in here. Man. The guy maybe thought Jax was in my house. And <laughs> fucking oh, took shit, off. This is Jax's house. <laughs> He's having a party with Liu Kang and Kano <laughs> and Michael Jordan. <laughs> um. I I, fo- I followed him. I, I so I, I, he started he started to ru- he started to run a little bit. Yeah. And I was like, "Hey!" And I kind of went outside the house in my socks and was like, "Hey, man, what's what's happening? You know, like what's what's going on there?" This is the this is the 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 tempted burglar. You this, see, you you open the door and he's out there and you're chasing after him. Now. I'm out there and he started to run. Yeah. So I came back inside and I was like, "I should probably do the dumb thing here and pursue this person." And right. So I, I put my shoes on, and I uh, and also I left the door open with with Irma. She walked right up to the door. I could have the damn cat could have got out. What a yes disaster. Wait, I, you left the door open? I left the door besides the screen door. I know. Wow. I know. I, what, there was a guy trying to get in. No, I get it. And so I, I, I followed this guy for like uh, like three blocks. Wow. And when I told Nick this story, the first thing he said is that it was set up by my trainer to get me to exercise. <laughs> like I was trying to. You piece of shit. I was. Okay. Look, it maybe, wasn't even. Are you okay? This is in the moment. <laughs> This is like an hour from when this happened. All right, look, it's maybe immediately unsympathetic, but I was trying to lighten the mood. That this was, is I was the ki- this is the kind of guy who walks away from Game of Thrones <laughs> in the last season. <laughs> I was trying to lighten the mood, so I, I follow this guy. I know. I'm glad you're okay. I'm glad it was a. I, it was 
foiled. I follow this guy, and everyone immediately told me, I don't know if there's a Boston in me that was like, I got to follow this yeah. guy. Yeah. But my mom and sister were like, you idiot. Like, what were you? Why would you follow the guy? Right. What would you do if you caught him? Yeah. Also, aren't your mom and sister from Boston? It's not the Boston in you. No, but then when it's when the Boston dichotomy, the gender essentialism of Boston is like oh, a it. woman cries when her uh, relative gets murdered after pursuing a criminal. <laughs> 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 and then Casey Affleck's like, I should have stopped it. <laughs> I could have done something. Those are the Boston genders. <laughs> that I, 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 Micus would have been saying that for me if I got sliced. <laughs> yeah, but uh, I, I fought him on foot, and I, I went down this street here, the the one uh, a block south of me. Yes, and I was following him, and then he turned around, and he saw me again, he started to run again. And then I followed him south. Are you now? You're are you just walking? Yeah, you're just like fucking Anton Jaguar. <laughs> I was I was doing like a fast paced walk, and I called nine one one. You were you were doing like a T one thousand. I was doing a T one thousand. I and I called rules. I, call, oh, I called really good. Yeah, I called nine one one, and I was like, uh, yeah, I don't know about a T one thousand. T seven. Um, I, and I and I called nine one one. I was like, hey, I'm following this guy. Yeah. And nine one one's like, don't. <laughs> they, they, they did. That's the first thing they said. They were like, hey, he could be dangerous. So you shouldn't do that. And I was like, I, I like, I have him in my like eyesight, like because they're like, we can send a, a like a unit to come and you can give a description, right? And I was like, no, I like, like I don't, I didn't really see his face, and I don't know what he really looks like, but I'm like in eyesight of this guy. I see his back of his coat. I knew. I'm like still tailing him, and she's like, I'll put you through to a unit. She puts me through to a unit. Nick, seven minutes on the phone, and no one answered. It was just busy. Mm. <laughs> busy on the phone for seven minutes. That's insane. Well, I didn't realize that that's how how, it, how things went with 911. And then, yeah. I mean, there's obviously other emergencies yeah. that are way worse than the man who's following this person who jiggled his doorknob. Right. right. I think that might have been, yeah, the issue. Uh, all units, this guy sees a guy. He's in eyesight <laughs> of a guy. There's a guy that he sees. <laughs> So uh so he uh, so uh that I I I lost him on Hollywood Boulevard and uh I just hung up the phone cuz I was still on the phone with 911. Came back, watched Game of Thrones. Hmm. And then was scared all night. Yeah. Did you finish that MK11 trailer? Today I did actually. A few days later. Wow, you put it on hold. I put it on hold. I finished it today. What did you think? And it was about Jax oh, and how he really? would go back in time and change the future. Wow. It was cool. Um the uh I I've heard there's like some uh, I, we don't have to get into it. There's I was going to say. I was going to say. There's some. I've, I've read on this, the subreddits that the, the MK11 has some issues with unlocking stuff. It seems like they're trying to set it, they're paywalling it a little bit. Oh yeah, yeah. it's oh. kind of that model where you really have to grind to unlock things. Yeah, what is and, that called? The the the. I mean, they sometimes call the, it a pay to win, pay to play, or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. But they think like it's. Oh, I, this, I don't know why I brought this up. This is a completely uninteresting tangent. I shouldn't have said anything. That's what Doughboy is all about. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, well, you've invited the right guest. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, he got away. Everything's okay. Wally and Irma are okay. Wally and Irma are okay. The Dave Thomas Cup is okay. I think he was after the Dave Thomas Cup. <laughs> wow. But I want to just tell you it's something. It's the Dave Thomas crown affair. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. That was great. That's maybe the best joke that's yeah. ever been told on this podcast. <laughs> we don't we don't allow actual jokes on this show. <laughs> um, I told here's the issue with me is that I, everyone I told it was like the boy who cries wolf, mm. but I'm not the one who's ever cried wolf. Like they were like, "Are you sure it's not like a Mitch Live bit?" And I'm like, "No, it's it wasn't." And they're like, "Are you sure it wasn't like a Doughboys fan?" Like, "Oh, it's probably just a Doughboys fan." First of all, that's insane. Anyways, <laughs> if it's a Doughboys fan, and second of all, there's no such thing as a Doughboys fan <laughs> in quotations. 
I, I don't know. I can't imagine you guys not being murdered by a fan. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess I guess if you murdered each other. Right. Uh, I Yeah, I, I still didn't understand what your boy who cries... You're saying because people are thinking that you're... Because the boy who cries wolf is like lying. He's like fibbing. I know, but I'm saying I'm saying it's it's like the boy who cri- cries wolf who told the truth. Like it's other factors around me that like people are like. I still don't understand. Oh it. God, who gives a shit? I then? think you need a better like compare point of comparison. Uh, th- no, I don't have one. <laughs> I don't. <laughs> you're out. You're not going to try. It's like the I, I, who, I, I'm out of it. I don't care. You, I, s- I, you said the way you said it to me was something like it's like the boy who cried wolf, but I'm not the one who cried wolf, right? Yes. I, which I still don't understand. Just shut up. <laughs> that's that's. Do you uh, get the, like, my boy who cries? I understand wolf what you mean. Yeah, but it's. I I also understand what you mean, but I <laughs> I think you being like I refuse to change it. I think that's the right move here. <laughs> Even if you're wrong, I feel like don't Thank back you. down from this. No I, problem. I appreciate. That. Yeah. Uh, I don't think we're going to get it better than that. I, no. <laughs> I don't think so either. People get what you meant. Uh, so, so I want to talk a little bit about about as as someone who who grew up. That's grew it. Up, you have no wrap up like be safe, Mitch, or something. I said I'm glad Wally and Irma are okay, and you're okay. I'm glad everything's okay. I think it was you. I, why, why would I be <laughs> behind that? Why would I try to break? I, you know what happened? If I caught up to that guy, I'd give him fucking your address. <laughs> I'm not going to drive across town. He's not going to hop on the expo line. I give and him come a ride. Over a, Oh, you're gonna give him a ride? You're yeah. gonna give a burglar a ride? Yeah. Not to the police station, but to my domicile? And I'll say, burgle away, my friend. And I'll point him in the direction of your house. He's gonna go in there and scare my wife. <laughs> no, I'll, t- I'll give Natalie a heads up. <laughs> She's not gonna stand for that. She's gonna let a stranger come in and mess with all her stuff. This plan has some holes in it. And you, like, legendarily don't have people over. Yeah, so no. this would be a big, sw- a big if, thing. If, if you're doing what I think you're doing in there, he's never gonna burgle anyone again. <laughs> Uh, let's talk about Boston a little bit. Uh, yeah, baby. So <laughs> Emma, Emma just light, lit up too. So Josh, you did, wait. You grew up there. You grew up around Boston. I grew up around Boston. I grew up in Stoneham, Massachusetts. And where is Stoneham in relation to Quincy? So hmm. Stoneham is like north of the city, and Quincy okay. is south, like South Shore, right? Yeah, yeah. got it. Quincy, Quincy is uh, uh, yeah, uh, like uh, next to Dorchester and Milton and yeah. Braintree and I don't know. Yeah, All got those it. Places, yeah. So, okay. So, what is the, the one chain that was mentioned to me? And I don't know if this is something that you would rank in uh, among your guys' favorites, but it certainly was something local that pertains to today's episode. D'Angelo's. What Love is D'Angelo's D- about? Oh, yeah, Love a D'Angelo's. It's a, a sandwich chain. Okay, really good. Um, I mean, I. It's like my. It's the sandwich chain that I grew up with other than Subway, so I have an affection for it just because I'm like, oh, that's what a, a sub sandwich that you buy tastes like. Right. You know, yeah. that's like the definition for me. I do think that it is genuinely better. I mean, that's not a, a hard feat to be better than Subway. Definitely yeah. better than Subway, but for it is, sure. It is, it is. It's so crazy to me that it, it, they, they've been closing a bunch of them. It, it, it merged with Papaginos. It's the... Papaginos is also, until I moved to New York, I didn't realize that was regional. So mm-hmm. I'd be like, oh, is there like a Papaginos around here? And people would be like... What fucking old Italian man are you looking for? <laughs> you idiot. <laughs> Papa Gino's is a... It, it, pizza. Wait. A pizza oh, okay. Chain. But it merged with D'Angelo's? Yeah, yeah. It's like Pizza Hut Taco Bell. Oh, got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Papa Gino's is also good. Yeah. It's good for like a chain like a, like a a chain pizza. It's better than... I love Domino's, so I mm-hmm. shouldn't say it's better than Domino's, but it is better than Domino's. I think it's better than Domino's. It kind of have a Domino's. Yeah. If you got a good Papa Gino's pizza, it can be, it can be pretty tasty. Yeah. Um, D'Angelo's is great though yeah like it, it just is it's a good quality chain. right you can do i was talking about how you can do a greek salad with a little pita and I, uh, 
Oh, sorry. No, you, you go. That's I was going to say, my favorite is the toasted Thanksgiving sandwich, yeah. which they have year-round. So yep. it's like, uh, you know, turkey and cranberry and gravy and stuffing and stuff. It's terrific. It's awesome. delightful. Yeah. A gobbler, Nick. An old gobbler sandwich. Thanksgiving mm. slash gobbler sandwich. Do you, uh, Mitch, when you order the gobbler, do you say, one me, please? <laughs> oh, because I'm a gobbler? You're something of a gobbler. Oh, God. D'Angelo's um, D- is fun. My mom used to call it Dingle Dangles. It's a fun. Oh, that's it's a fun. Cute. It's fun. It's, <laughs> it's a, a fun mom. I like thing. that. They do a lobster roll in the summer. They do. They certainly do. Is it now? Is it good? Because I would never order like if the, uh, there are some places that have like lobster rolls and fast. Yeah, food McDonald's like, does it. Yeah, and I would like. I will never have that. No, the McDonald's in 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 the Northeast because they have the McDonald's lobster roll used to be. It used to be specific to. It was. It was specific to New England. It used to be like a localized thing with mcdonald's it wasn't like in the middle of the country at one point in time but the mcdonald's lobster roll you're saying is good it was supposedly supposed to be really good i've never had i i, th- I think i maybe had one but i don't know it I comes much for it yeah. d'angelo's is like it's good for what it is and okay. it's like cheaper than a regular lobster roll it's you know that, that you get at a, a a real clam shack or whatever it's not right. bad it no. gets the it's like lobster roll methadone right yeah right i think i think i think it's i think it's good enough but they have great steak and cheeses yep. Like they they have like a they have nice bread at D'Angelo's like a French bread that's mm. it's and it is just like steakums but they just do a good job with it. Have you had the steak and cheese there, Emma? Mm-mm, no? no. Oh, you gotta you gotta. I'll do that next time I'm home. Are you D'Angelo? What's your D'Angelo's order? I always I'm an Italian sub girl through and through. That's mm. always what I get. Oh uh, yeah, it's one of my faves. But you like to, you are a fan of D'Angelo's? Yeah. Yeah. I always preferred that over Subway, so I vouch for that. It's weird to me that a chain like that just has issue. I don't get it. I don't know why Subway. Is it just because Subway is convenient or something? I don't know. Well, I, don't know. I think it's I think, the mass distribution thing. Right. Yeah, yeah Subway, they can re- they really scaled up. I mean, it's I think it's the biggest chain in the world. I think that's true. It's so, it, it overtook McDonald's at some point, and they just have so many locations, and it's just, it's hard to control quality when Subway you get that is wh- We're going to go back to Subway, because Subway is whack in many ways. Subway sucks. Subway I think does it's, suck. I, I feel like you, because you were like, like oh, it's better than Subway. That's not saying much. I was like, what's worse than Subway in, for, in yeah. terms of a sandwich chain? Is there a, is it's the worst of them, right? Is there a worse one? Well, now I'm thinking of all the sandwich chains, and I'm like, D'Angelo's might be my favorite of all of it's them. It's really wow. good, yeah. Of, of like of Matt of like the well, I guess like Jersey Mike's is decent. Jersey Mike's is good. That my wife is a, a Jersey Mike's partisan. She's from New Jersey, so she's uh she like whenever we're out here and she sees a Jersey Mike's, yeah. she feels like personal, like we made it. Yeah. Right. Of pride. <laughs> I I like uh, I like Jersey Mike's. I've had a lot of fun. I had a lot of fun when we reviewed it. I, that's a place I'll go to sometimes, just not for the podcast. I'm trying to get a sense yeah. of how many locations there are of D'Angelo's. Okay, uh, they don't just have a the quick list. There's 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 less of them now than there were too. Massachusetts would be the biggest state, right? I think so. Oh, okay. Oh, boy. There's there's dozens. I would say there are do- there are dozens of locations. Okay, so this is a this is a pretty substantial size chain. We should review it sometime. We should uh, we when should, we go to Boston, baby. Yeah, maybe we, that should be a place we should we should check out. What else beyond beyond D'Angelo's? Uh, what other uh, what other chains do you think of when you think of uh, the uh, the, uh, the city of Boston? I think uh, Honest Taqueria is like kind of a local favorite for a chain. It's Mexican food. Okay. Um, and I, I really, you're not, yo, yeah. You, I love Anna's. Yeah, Anna's is so good. Um, it's, I've only had Anna's, I've only had it a few times in my life. 
Oh, really? Yeah. That was like where, like when my friends started driving, that yeah. it was like far enough that it was like, we're driving to Anna's. Like, we wouldn't ask our parents to take us there because it's too far, but we're doing it. <laughs> so I have like a lot of affection for it as just like a place in my life. Right. But also that is one of the places when I go home, like my sister will pick me up at the train station and we'll go pick up Anna's and bring it to my parents. And oh, that's rad. Yeah, it's really good. Um, and then the other most... Yep, Regina Pizza, of course. Regina Pizzeria. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mitch Mitch is wearing a Regina Pizzeria t-shirt. He went to a phone booth and then took off his flannel. <laughs> <laughs> Regina Pizzeria is great. Um and then the but the other prominent one that like jumps out is like legal seafood. Yeah. Oh, oh you know what they're they're like a bunch of ice cream chains that are regional that are kind of like right. premium New England ice cream chains like a JP Licks and um gosh what else oh yeah JP Licks is a long awesome. time JP Licks is real good um but like yeah Licks like a like you're licking something mm-hmm. yeah like a cone yes like an ice cream cone oh got it okay yeah you... not just like a, a pervert who owns an ice cream <laughs> shop like he licks you and then you get a discount on your ice cream it's Nick, had a, <laughs> Nick had a plane ticket ready to go to Boston immediately. <laughs> Where do you lick and does it affect the discount? <laughs> Who's JP? <laughs> I want to speak with JP right now. Is it JP for Jamaica Plain? I think the it original is. One's oh, yeah. JP. oh, yeah. I think it is. Yeah, it's not. not he's related to JD Power. <laughs> JP Lennox. <laughs> one went into the restaurant business, one went into evaluating cars. Is that what JD, JD Power does? Yeah, I think so. Consumer goods. He's got they, the, uh, the Wetzel guy. I was like, it, I thought that was like a guy for a time. And then I realized, oh, wait, no, that was that was like reverse engineered from, from pretzels. Pretzel. They were like, what rhymes with pretzels? We'll say Wetzel's pretzels. But like, like oh, okay. I, w- that's, mm. I would believe it was a guy. It was like, that it sucks. It was yeah, like it his, does suck. Yeah, his life's calling was like, oh, my last name rhymes with pretzels. I'm going to be the pretzels guy. Maybe people called him Wetzel Pretzel growing up or something like that. Yeah, I would buy that. Totally, but it's not. No, it's, it's not It's just at all. like that's Johnson's whack. Pretzels isn't going to move pretzels. Exactly. Auntie Annie's got this whole corner taken care of. Yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna Johnson's need to pretzels. <laughs> that would go out of business. Yeah, oh, yeah. it sounds whack. Uh, um, I was a big Brigham's fan. Oh, rest in peace, Brigham's. I know. Brigham's is like, this is like deep Massachusetts shit right oh, now. I love Brigham's. My dad still gives directions from like where the Brigham's used to be. Yeah. It's like an ice cream. They wow. had Some of them were like almost soda shop locations, right? Like it was, yep. you, could, you could go in and get a burger and stuff. But it's like oh, yeah. ice cream. I think they still... I think Hood bought out the name. Hood, Hood bought Hood bought Brigham's and distributes the ice cream, but there's no like brick and mortar locations anymore. They, yeah, they What's have, Hood? They have, another ice cream brand? Yeah. Okay. They, oh, a mil- it's a it's a milk. Hood like Hood milk. Hood milk. Yeah. yeah. Oh, okay. Hoodsies is so local too. That um, oh, yeah. that's like a Hoodsie classic. Cups. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Which this is bringing back some memories, right? This is good. It's the um, half and half vanilla chocolate like ice cream cups that you get for like a kid's birthday party. Oh yeah. Yeah, and but you they use the little flap to eat the damn mm-hmm. thing. Yep. And Hood, I like those. Hood like ran that shit in Whoa. Massachusetts. You couldn't get another brand. Damn, they'd come to your house. They'd waterboard you with ice cream. <laughs> this is this. I feel like I'm like taking in morphine right now. It feels I feel great <laughs> just hearing all this stuff, Nick. A wave of nostalgia just just feels washing over good. you. Oh, I love it. I'll talk about Massachusetts foods of my childhood indefinitely. <laughs> Nick, do you, want, do you want to hear the the Brigham song? Sure. I don't know the Brigham song. I'll I'll do it for you right now. Okay. Bring them, bring them, bring them. Bring them home some Brigham's. <laughs> that was good. <laughs> I'm, sure, I'm sure we'll hear that in a, in a two and a half minute long drop next week. 
Just Your response was, that was good. As if someone had made a complaint that it wasn't good. <laughs> I liked it. I think that was implied. <laughs> the, the New England uh, jingle that sticks in my head the most and will never leave is water country. Oh, yeah. yeah. Water Because oh, you're from New Hampshire. That's yeah, like... I, my mom's office, can, you can see the slides from water country from no. her wow. office building. Yeah, you can see them. So that's, like a, that's like a torture. <laughs> yeah. You can't go over... You can't be having fun at water country. You're stuck in the office. This song, so yeah, this song is your national anthem. Yeah, I hear it in my sleep. Yeah. <laughs> when the sun is blazing and the summer gets hot, water country's a very cool spot. There's no better place to feel and be young. Water country has some fun. What are you going to say next? I was going to say, maybe you got an angle on some hunk going down the slide. <laughs> God. Well, More likely, like Jesus. kids peeing on a slide. Oh, uh, yeah, that, that's you know. true, too. Well, Nick is also interested. All right, come in that. on! <laughs> but it was—it was huge. You like people? Is that like, what the P and JP Licks is for? Yes. <laughs> Are you Junior P Licks? <laughs> I want to lap it up. Jesus Let them Christ. pee on the slide. It makes it go faster. You're saying Water Country? Uh, water Country, I like, but you know what? Water Country to me was just always like. Uh, I'm gonna go there for the day, and I'm gonna get a, a sunburn. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it wasn't worth driving all the way up from Quincy to go to Water Country. Yeah, like nah, we no lived I. 30 minutes from there, 20, 30 minutes. So like that made more sense, and it was so, so cool if you got a season pass to Water Country. But I wouldn't. It's not like Six Flags where I drive an hour or two to get there. Yeah, we so, well we did we did we did Canopy Lake Park was the that's better. Oh, love yeah. Canopy Lake more Park. Worth the drive. I um <laughs> is that wait that's another water park. That's more of no, an amusement park. Amusement, amusement, park. amusement park. Okay, sorry. And it's like a New England regional Six Flags. Got it. There was a Torquist twist where you stand against the wall and the floor goes down oh, and you're fuck, stuck against that. the wall. And we, then it's like people puke and it's it disgusting. Makes me so, made me so sick when, when I went on that. At my middle school graduation, uh, we got we used to go to Canopy Lake Park. My middle school used to go every year until the year my class went because one kid, would he would put up his arm, like force it up, and then let the gravity pull it back and he would hit the kid next to him on the stomach. And it was my buddy Sam and he was like, you gotta stop, I'm gonna puke. And then he puked on him on the wow. ride. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. That rules. Yeah. That's good comeback. It was, yeah, he was right. He was, he called the shot. <laughs> That's amazing. He was and then you become puke. like, and then like after that you're like, if any of you fuck with me, I'll like, I'll fucking puke yeah, on I'll you puke too. And then you. that becomes your thing. Yeah. Right. right? I mean, I, I, I think there's also a way that goes poorly for that kid. Yeah, the reputation is a puker. Yeah, I guess that is a bad rep. Uh, Left it in middle school, man. Clean break. <laughs> Showed up in high school is like I'm a different guy now. <laughs> I hate I hate puke now. I hate puke. <laughs> uh, I, I, I mentioned this before, but there was a kid that I went to. I think wait, I'm trying to remember if it was elementary school to middle school or middle. I think it was middle school to high school. But there was this kid named Matt, and he was just kind of like whatever. He was just he's a, a nice enough kid, but he just kind of like had. Uh, you know, whatever. Not, not, not like a kid who had anything sp- particularly going for him. Any, he was any one of those been... kids that was a fucking loser. Yeah, was... <laughs> this, this elementary school kid wasn't having sex. This... He didn't, <laughs> yeah. never invented anything. <laughs> he, he was, a, he was like an extra. You know what I mean? It's just like, oh, oh that's sure. just like a kid who's here. Anyway, so like, like he went to a different school. Um, and uh, a few years later, I ran into a kid who I'd, I'd gone to the same school with earlier, and then he was now at school with Matt. This this other this other school, and uh, I was like, "Hey, what's Matt up to?" And he's like, "Oh my God, Matt's so popular. He's Matt the Tool Man." 
<laughs> and what he done? Did is, you go to high school with forty year old Matt? Matt had at the time uh, Home Improvement was very popular, sure. and he adopted the in the same way that kid would act like Jim Carrey from Ace Ventura. He'd adopted the persona of Tim Taylor from Home Improvement, and he was like the Ooh, and talking about Binford and stuff. And he was he'd, be, he'd become this like huge like beloved figure. <laughs> That's horrible. <laughs> and it's pretty That's... great. Good for Matt. I, I was happy I mean, for him. I'm glad for Matt's happiness. Yeah. But what a horrible way to get it. <laughs> At what cost? <laughs> so crazy. That's so nuts. I that, like it. That work. He remade his image. People loved it. <laughs> Matt, the, were were the people in that high school not aware of Home Improvement? <laughs> they thought he'd invented it. Uh, hey, there's a guy on ABC who ripped off your act. <laughs> it, wait, it was this high school, and he was, and it worked. It must. Have, I'm thinking about it. Must have been elementary school to middle school. That must okay. have been it. Because it went middle school to high school wouldn't have quite worked out. I could see like an 11 year old getting over on that, but like you're yeah. 15, you're like. Yeah, we know people who are like getting hand jobs and stuff, dude. You're just acting like an old man. Yeah. <laughs> um, or maybe also, that was working for me. You'd reference a Binford power drill and you get some dome. <laughs> this, um, of, there's a lot of withering insults yeah. uh, thrown about on this podcast, but I don't think we can overlook how brutal it is that you casually described this human man as an extra. <laughs> like, this guy's like an extra, like nobody cared about him or noticed him. <laughs> Just like so cold, right? I God. love. I really like it, but it, man, I want to give you credit for how mean that was. That's extra. That's but like so 90- many. So many people in this town do that work, right? And and uh, maybe listen to this podcast. And I don't mean that as a pejorative. I, mean, I think it's a fine job. Yeah, it's a fine job. Like, there's no nothing wrong with extra work. But when you're the extra in your own life, just coming <laughs> home, people walking by you to the refrigerator, just you're constantly being Bruce Willis from The Sixth Sense, <laughs> just mumbling. You can't even say words because that ups your rate. <laughs> I got I got a uh, bloody nose in the mirror maze at a uh, at Canopy Lake Park. <laughs> now, what happened exactly? I fucking walked right into a fucking. <laughs> oh, boy. yeah, that's how that story goes. <laughs> it, it, it was it was it, it was like a terrible ma- where I was like, oh, like this sucks, and then like from there on out, I like was just putting my hand forward. <laughs> It wasn't that bad. It was just, just like smudges little, all over the mirror. <laughs> bloody, bloody smudges. Mitchell that kid's been a, in here again. After you left, it became the haunted house. <laughs> <laughs> well, also, uh, I was in a ride on Canopy Lake Park with my friend Anthony Tufo, and it was like a Ferris wheel where you could spin the like the actual. You know what I'm saying? Like yes, the, I it was like a yeah, yeah, yeah. unit. I fucking fell out of this harness. <laughs> Jesus! This is Canopy Lake Park. Oh wait. It was Riverside. Oh, sure. Which is shittier, and yeah. that makes more Let's sense. Let's not slander Candy Lake Park. It was Riverside, and I think the Haunted Maze might have been Riverside, too. <laughs> okay. Because I think they happened at the same place. But it was, like, shitty. Like, I, w- I fucking dropped out of the thing, and we were, like, we would go by the, the, the carny. On the, uh, is that, can I call them carnies? I think I wrote, so. I was writing that. I wrote, I use the word carny, and I have a book coming out, and I use the word carny, and then, like, to cover my ass, I just wrote, as a footnote, do we still say carny? <laughs> <laughs> like, that helps in a book. Like, you wrote it down, and yeah. like, idiot. Well, it sounds like a slur, but it's it not absolutely like, does. it's not like carnival workers are a protected class. No. That's Nor just like... Nor are they like particularly oppressed or marginalized. Right. Yeah. Yeah. They get to run all the rides. What's cooler than that? They get to run all the rackets. The milk bottle toss is fucking rigged. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> all right. So this fucking carny, we go buy them. <laughs> and the milk bottle toss. Are you, do you just want those bo- those big bottles of milk, Nick? Is that what you're? Is that what you? you is that what you're aiming for? Is yeah. that the prize you want? Um. 
we we would go by the carney, and me and my friend Anthony were in this 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 Ferris wheel thing, <laughs> and we were like, "Help!" And we were like, be going by him and like yelling help each time we went by him, and he never right. stopped the ride. Like, kids yell help all the time on this thing. <laughs> <laughs> the kids who cried carney. <laughs> And I and from like stories I've heard now, there's so many crazy. What's that? There's like that Jersey water park that was like yeah. Insane. Oh wait, what does that? No, that's not the one that eventually decapitated the. No, person. I think that one was in Kentucky. Yeah. Um, I I, I could not. I could, it's also maybe God, not. We Kentucky, shouldn't tell people about this. They probably a lot of people probably don't know about this. It's a real bummer. It's thing. a bummer of a story. It came up yeah. at work the other day, and we were all like. Yeah, like, guess we're not going to make comedy for a little while. Oh, yeah. <laughs> well, luckily, we'd never have that issue with those. <laughs> but there were like a, there were a lot of dangerous theme parks out there. Yeah, there really are. Yeah. They, uh, so the the mirror thing, you did you walk into your own reflection? No, there there was like okay. clear panels as well. Oh, I got it. Yeah, mm-hmm. it fucking hurt. I was going to say because that's like a a thing a test they do on animals to like. <laughs> Like they see, like if a turtle will think it's a yes. different turtle. I walk into fucking reflect. mirrors all the time. <laughs> yeah. It's boss that he tried to fight his reflection. He didn't walk into it. <laughs> the fuck you looking at? Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. <laughs> it's not worth it, Mitch. <laughs> you know what? Know what I just thought of though? Uh, if 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 a Dracula was following you. Bring him into a mirror maze. Oh, that's a great idea. He'd be fucking bumping his face left oh, and right. Oh, shit. Man, that's a great idea for a set piece. Has that not been in a Dracula movie? It hasn't been in a Dracula movie. Oh, my God. Yeah. Mitch, you got to edit this out. That's yeah. solid gold. No, we'll keep it in, and people will know it's my idea. Okay, if you that's see that true. in, like, if that's like in Hotel Transylvania 3 or something, mm-hmm. that came from the brain of Mitchell. Or Hotel California 1, yeah. <laughs> if they ever make a movie out of that song. <laughs> know what I said the other day, too? Tell me what you think. It's food-related. Yes. Okay. I, I, I said this on Jack's Twitch channel. But Parmesan cheese <laughs> mixed with red chili flake peppers. The the chili the yeah. what you put on a pizza. Like you it mix comes prefab. It comes pre mixed. I like that idea. What a, that's yeah. a great idea. Yeah, that's, that's really good. That's a winner. That guy who burgled me was pro- trying to probably burgle me of my ideas. <laughs> He's going to hold you at gunpoint and just ideate. (laughs) Ideate. (laughs) You're my imagineer right now, bitch. I'm burgling you. Ideate. (laughs) It would would be so hard not to laugh at that weird burglar. I know. (laughs) You're saying ideate is a verb? And burglar? I'm burgling you? Just say this is a robbery, man. That's classic burglar talk. Uh yeah the 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 a mix of a uh, of what do you think I like the idea I think it's good people it, people were like it will clump up too much and I said ha 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 okay big mouth opening there you go problem solved yeah I think the only problem is oh nope and I don't think this is a deal breaker yeah. <laughs> is the ratio of parmesan right. to pepper flake is different so you'd have to sell it in different like. Like you would sell different mm. uh, heats of hot sauce, right? Yes. Yeah. just different ratios of cheese to flake. Yeah, different intensities. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's good. I like mm-hmm. it. Yeah, yeah, that's a good. That's a good plan. They also said like someone was like, "Oh, but the cheese would go bad before." And I'm like, "Yeah, but Parmesan cheese goes bad anyways. You'd still, who care? You know what I mean? Like, so how f- Parmesan cheese goes bad so slowly? It yeah, does, exactly. Yeah. It takes forever to go bad. This is look. I can't believe it's not a thing yet. I think it will be. Yeah. I think. Well, I think. Do you think this- I'm fucking up right now? Can I? Can I trademark this right now? Yeah, just say just say TM. TM. You got to mail this podcast to yourself. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take a break. We'll be back with more Doughboys. Hey, Mitch. I feel like during the summer, 
pretty much everything I'm doing outdoors is making me thirsty. Yeah, I'll tell you what the issue is. That blasted sun. Curse the sun. Curse the sun. Giver of life, but also... Giver of heat. Giver of a dehydrator-in-chief, I'd call it. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Summer requires extraordinary hydration because of the sun you know that's like built for everyday dehydrating moments. Yes. The moon is cool. <laughs> Moon's real cool. When the moon the is out, out, there's never a doubt. doubt the, the moon, moon is, is cool. <laughs> and when the sun's up high, you can't deny it's gonna, gonna be hot, 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 hot. Anyways, I think that we've expressed that the sun gets you hot in it the summertime. Sure and the moon keeps you cool. Liquid IV hydrates you with benefits like electrolytes, essential vitamins, and clinically tested nutrients. Mm-hmm. With it's- three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink plus eight vitamins and nutrients in a single stick, it's clear why Liquid IV is the number one powdered hydration brand in America. Wags, that's right. And you know what? It's so easy to just tear open a packet of Liquid IV, pour it into a cup, mix it up with some ice cold water, and drink it down. My favorite flavor, strawberry. It's a hydration multiplier. That's right. Gets you even more hydrated, and it's easier to stay hydrated while traveling. And you know what, Mitch? We like the taste. I love the taste. And you know what? I love that I'm getting all those uh, electrolytes, and I'm not getting filled up with sugars. Yeah. I love the th- I love the smell, too, and it helps you out, not just while traveling, but after a big night out. You know what I mean. Come on. I Come can- on. <laughs> The moon, moon is, is cool. Cool. Cool, 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 cool. The moon is cool. <laughs> cool, cool, cool. Tear, pour, live more. One stick plus 16 ounces of water hydrates better than water alone. And Wags, it's got three times the electrolytes of the leading sports drink. Eight vitamins and nutrients, non-GMO, vegan, gluten-free, dairy-free, soy-free, and now sugar-free. We got white peach. Wow. Green grape. Wow. Raspberry melon. And lemon lime. That's right, Wags. Turn your ordinary water into extraordinary hydration with Liquid IV. Get 20% off your first order of Liquid IV when you go to liquidiv.com and use code DOUGHBOYS at checkout. That's 20% off your first order when you shop Better Hydration today using promo code DOUGHBOYS at liquidiv.com. I love Liquid IV. You know why? Why? Because it's cool. Cool, cool, cool. And the sun... It's hot, hot, hot. Oh, boy, Mitch. Mother's Day's coming up. You got sweaters, candles, the dreaded bathrobe. Mm. Unfortunately, Mother's Day gifts can be a little predictable and boring. That's why an aura frame is the perfect gift to mix things up this year. Name the best digital photo frame by Wirecutter. Aura frames are guaranteed to bring joy to moms of all ages. Dreaded bathrobe covering mom up. Ugh. Get that sweater off of you. Too many layers. Wags, that's right. You know what? I'm guilty. I've given my mom too many of these boring gifts. Yes. Some some sweaters, some candles, some dreaded bathrobes. I've accidentally given my mom the same gift twice. Wow. It's really embarrassing. Or 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 you end up getting like, oh, I guess I'll give you a gift card. I don't, you know, like like it it's it, it doesn't feel like there's any love behind that. Well, guess what, Wags? 
I've also gifted my mom an Aura frame. That's right. Wow. This is the truth. Aura frames are Wi-Fi connected and come with unlimited storage so you can share as many photos as you want from your phone to mom's frame. Not only will she be grateful it's not another sweater, she'll also love that an Aura frame means she gets to see more of you. That's right. Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's Aura, A-U-R-A, frames.com. Use code Doughboys at checkout to save. And you know what, Wags? My mom liked her Aura frame so much. Is this true? She got my sister one, and now my sister's got one in her dining room. Wow. Mm -hmm. Terms and conditions apply. Send photos you want from your phone to mom's frame. In fact, Mitch, I'm going to send your mom a photo right now. The hell? Enjoy, Mrs. Mitchell. I love you, Mommy. I love you, Mommy. You're talking to your mom, right? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Mitch, listeners, did you know learning actually makes a sound? It's true. Listen to this. That's the sound of you learning a new language with Babbel. Be a better you in 2024 with Babbel, the science-backed language learning app that actually works. Don't pay hundreds of dollars for private tutors or waste hours on apps that don't really help you speak the language. Babbel's quick 10-minute lessons are handcrafted by over 200 language experts to help you start speaking a new language in as little as three weeks. And Babbel's designed by real people for real conversations. Wow. Babbel's tips and tools are approachable, accessible, rooted in real-life situations, and delivered with conversation-based teaching so you're ready to practice what you've learned in the real world. Mitch, you know what I love about Babbel is the courses are convenient. They help me learn real-life conversation skills in my chosen language, Spanish. Makes it easier to order food, ask Mm. for directions, speak to people here in Los Angeles uh, without having to consult language apps uh, while you're on the go. Well, Wag, studies from Yale, Michigan State University, and others continue to prove Babbel is better. One study found that using Babbel for 15 hours is equivalent to a full semester at college. And you don't want to go anywhere near a college campus these days with all those protests. No, thanks. Babbel has over 16 million subscriptions sold. Plus, all of Babbel's 14 award-winning language courses are backed by their 20-day money-back guarantee. Wags, (laughs) and all those protesters out there... Here's a special <laughs> limited time deal for our listeners. Right now, get up to 60% off your Babbel subscription, but only for our listeners at babbel.com slash doughboys. Get up to 60% off at babbel.com slash doughboys, spelled B-A-B-B-E-L dot com slash doughboys. Rules and restrictions may apply. Welcome back to Doughboys. We're here with Josh Gondelman talking Witch Witch this week. Now, Witch Witch was founded in Dallas in 2003. It's a fairly newcomer uh, on the chain restaurant scene. Over 400 locations as it stands. And I think probably the thing that is most distinct about them specifically is they have an ordering system which involves paper bags that you fill out with a marker, which I found a little daunting. Luckily, I got a tutorial. Uh, Josh, Mitch, have you guys been to Witch Witch before? I've had it. But I've I've only had it like in a catering context. I've never actually been into a witch witch prior to today. I've never I've never been before. Never been. Yeah, this is my first time. My inaugural voyage. Mitch, I have had it delivered before. Right, but I never have. I don't think I've ever been inside one before. Yeah, yeah. So we were there, and and Josh, you had a description of the of of what the interior was like. You compared it to something. It's kind of like a like, or maybe that was you, Mitch. I, I, I thought it was remember. me. Yeah, yeah I, I think it was you. Yeah. 
It was like it kind of because it has, I said it has like a hospital. I said it was like a hospital. It does because it has a lot of like stainless steel and stuff. It feels like kind of yeah. It, it does feel very a hospital-y. certain part of a hospital, I guess. But like a like it 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 it, 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 it feels very sterile and, right. and, and 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 very clean it feels clean it did seem super clean in there on, on, a, on a section of uh hollywood boulevard that used to be a little uh that used to be a little bit dicey a little bit uh kind of not the best part of town it's mi- it's mid gentrification right it's, now. it is mid gentrification which you know also not a great thing but what it is what it is and uh we in this section is very much new storefronts right and Next door, Nick, there was the Farmer Boys, Farmer Boys that we went to uh, in a past episode with Nick That's Rutherford. Right. And that place feels the same too, same way, too. So I don't know if every witch witch is super clean like yes. that. But but this place, you can sense it right when you walk in, which is a good thing. It's, yeah, th- it's great. It, it was it was a newish location, and it was very well maintained. And I will say that we... That and by newish, too, it's been around for now for a couple a couple years. Right, yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, and I will, I will say that... This, uh, I feel like as soon as I walked in there, I was there first. Then Josh joined me uh, shortly thereafter. Then we waited for Mitch. Um, and I came in at two o two p.m. And, and uh, I came in at two o two p.m. We, Josh and I were had some time to kill because we were waiting for Mitch to. Arrive. And by the but, way, I texted you and said, "Are you going to come to my house?" I was waiting for your response. I said no. I said no. You like, said no, and I left as soon as you said no. You said no at like two o. You said no at like one fifty eight. There's no way that's true. It's Let me bring true. Timestamp. 1.53 p.m. I told you, nope, I'm already here. And I was, guess what? I was on my way. Okay. And I got there at 2.02. The reason I didn't reply to you coming by here first is that I was on the train. So I'm oh, sorry. Oh, yeah, yes. you're right. The train <laughs> where you can't use your hands. I got off the train. <laughs> Reception is spotty on the red line. And then there's, you should have gotten the text as soon as you, you should have gotten that text. Yeah, long, I got in there. I got, I you got. You should have gotten that. You weren't paying attention. You I were looking walked at, inside. You were looking at some bullshit about how the Bucks are going to beat the Celtics or something stupid. I think they are. They're not. The Celtics are going to fucking win in seven games. Well, we're going to find out. By the time this episode releases, we will be in another round of the playoffs. So that will have happened. We'll, Marcus we'll see Smart you. will be fully I was, healthy. Yeah, I was not late today. It was 2.02 when I'm just I walked saying in we, I know. I wasn't saying you were late, but I'm saying we were there and we were waiting for you. Bullshit. I will say this is thrilling to witness up close, guys. This is <laughs> what you a th- fan of the show. Did you think that I was a late man today? <laughs> no, I would not have said you were late. I didn't think you were. I didn't say you were late. Nick I also said, didn't say you were late. <laughs> I said we were just waiting for you. Of shit. I was describing what happened, which was as soon as I walked in there, great service. The guy gave me the restroom code. We learned his name is Zool. Uh, he, which he he brought up that <laughs> Zool is like is from He's, a movie. He said he the way he said it was so like you could tell. He, I could almost feel the gratitude that we weren't like Ghostbusters, right? Right? Because he was like, uh, yes, many people have uh, have told me it's from. A movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just like goes dead behind the eyes. Yeah. It's just like, oh, that poor dude. He, yeah. People must put so much on him. And he he thinking he is like subsuming his culture. Right? Right. He said he was Indian yes. and had a long name that he shortened to Zul for the convenience of other people. And, and then he's like, every person, every day, there is no Dana, only Zul. <laughs> it's like this poor guy who's just trying to make everyone else's life easier. Right. Which I and, did yell at him when I came in. I don't know if you guys saw it. <laughs> I, well, uh, as soon as he said, though, it's from a movie, though, we all in unison said, Ghostbusters! <laughs> which, uh, and wrong! I said, okay. You said Ghostbusters too. Yes, you which fool. I was wrong about. And I, I was thought, mad at you. Yeah, and then I, I, I realized, oh, yeah, wait, that's Vigo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Vigo the Carpathian? Car- yeah. Okay. I think I've seen Ghostbusters. I like Ghostbusters too more. Uh, but the. Time out. No, you don't. I've seen it more. I like it a little bit more. 
You like You've it seen more? It more yeah. So you like it more? Yeah. I saw it in theaters and I was very frightened. I was like five. My oh, dad yeah. was like, oh, Ghostbusters is fun. Ghostbusters 2 is substantially like eerier. I think. Yeah. It's a little creepier. They're in both. Look, I love both Ghostbusters movies. Ghostbusters 1 is a better movie. Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Oh, God. <laughs> I think I like two better. <sighs> but I like. I, the we thing, had this hey. conversation with Zool. <laughs> Slimer does drive the bus. Yeah, that's funny. He does drive the bus. I like that. They're just like, he's, he's their friend now. Um, but Zool was great. Zool came from behind. This was before you were there, Josh. Zool came from behind the counter because he could tell it was my first lie. time. How early were you, you creep? I told you, 153. He got there like when they minutes. opened. <laughs> he was like, show me how to work these bags, buddy. <laughs> Uh, so, and uh, he he walked me through it. So they basically have like a they have they have a section of prefab sandwiches. Which uh-huh. if you want that, you take the brown bag with a prefab sandwich and you just check that. Uh, and it's it, interesting that he walked you through it. You're the only person who fucked it up. I only fucked it up a little bit. I got one of my sandwiches completely right. Um, and then, or if you want to, the easy sandwich where you didn't yes, have to do anything. Yes, I got anything? that one right. And if you build your own, you pick your protein and then you pick all your options. Mm. And again, it's like a brown bag with a bunch of different check boxes on it, and you're using a, a sharpie to fill it out. Um, and uh, I, I guess let's get into our sandwiches. So I got the. You know what, let's take it sandwich by sandwich, because we, we each ordered some stuff, but we shared uh, pretty much everything. So the first sandwich I got was the Reuben, uh, which was my, uh, my, uh, my, my mom's dad, uh, his favorite sandwich, uh, thinly sliced corned beef, Swiss tangy sauerkraut, and Thousand Island dressing on rye. That does he, sound like the worst eulogy. Yeah. <laughs> it was my mom's father's favorite sandwich. And then he lists the ingredients. <laughs> corned beef. <laughs> <laughs> he loved the melted cheese. <laughs> you know, I'm a huge Reuben fan. We, my, me and my college friends used to cheer, uh, chant the ingredients. That's to right. It. I love a Reuben as well. Yeah, it's a good sandwich. Um, I thought this was pretty good. Like for a, a first of all, I was a, I was surprised that they actually had rye there. They actually had yeah. like toasted rye that they did. I was really ex- I was expecting it to be on a sub roll. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they actually, yeah. I, I, I was gonna say it was good, but you know what I think? What? They should have shipped that thing over to Quiznos to make it mm, 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 toasty. It was decently toasty. <laughs> what do you mean? It was pre- it was it was, it was fairly toasty. Freem's toasty. Yeah, it was mm, 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 toasty. Yeah. <laughs> it was not toasty enough. Is my mm, point. You would have liked a little bit more texture on that. Quiz- bread. Quiznos would have toasted it up a little bit more. Yeah, but you song liked that, by the way. <laughs> I can't see you song from here. I'll trust you. He's sitting on the new couch, which we've discussed in earlier episodes. Mm-hmm. Very exciting. It's a very co- you song. How's that couch feeling? It's great. He loves it. <laughs> so I, I like I like a Reuben, uh, uh, like my like my grandfather, rest in peace. Um, I like the. Uh, so sorry beef. to bring that up. Also, Cor- by the way, the Cor- death of your maternal grandfather. Corn beef, Swiss sauerkraut, <laughs> Thousand Island dressing, toaster rye bread, as he would have wanted. I really like a Reuben. Mm-hmm. It's a it, and I, I again I'm repeating myself, but I think this was a good chain execution of it. I like the the Swiss. I agree that maybe the bread could have been a little bit more, uh, could add a little bit more crunch to it. But I thought the the presence of rye was nice, and I think the corned beef was decent quality. Mm-hmm. I don't know what what did you guys think of this the one? The presence of rye sounds like a good novel or something. <laughs> mm. <laughs> John Steinbeck's The Presence of Rye. <laughs> Follow up to the Grapes of Wrath. Less feeling, because they're just there. Yeah. Right. <laughs> J.D. Salinger's like that fucking hack. I'm the Rye guy. Steinbeck, you motherfucker. <laughs> fucking. I will never cut write you. again. I will cut you with a <laughs> throwing a wheat thresher. <laughs> How's that for wrath? <laughs> Um, I, I liked it. I, I thought it was. I only had, I had just a bite. I thought it was. It was tasty. 
Um, I I got very worried at the ambition of some of their sandwiches yes. when we walked in. Right. I thought a Reuben was like a little ambitious for a place that's mostly like, uh, no offense to Emma, but like Italian cold cut subs, you know, just stuff that takes a little less, like there are fewer moving parts. And they had a bon me that I was genuinely, yeah. I was like, I, I don't know. It just yeah. seems. We have to, I think we have to try that at some point. I almost <laughs> did just for the sake of like, let's try the most wild thing and not that a banh mi is wild it just feels like if subway had a banh mi i'd be like oh you can just call it food poisoning right right it's it's a difficult sandwich <laughs> to do well um and yeah yeah i don't necessarily trust a a mainstream american cha- chain right. to execute I, it I, nick the, yeah the reuben tasty yes toasty new no. <laughs> <laughs> mitch is independently sponsored by quiznos <laughs> he's skimming off the top <laughs> What if we call this Quiz Boys? <laughs> what, like we're doing quizzes? Uh, no. Same format? Yeah. All right. The, the doze nose? <laughs> um, we, uh, so, yeah, I think the Reuben was, was something of a winner. We moved on to the, uh, or uh, moving on, the Philly cheesesteak. Josh, that was the one you ordered. Uh, I have the menu description in front of me. It's steak, caramelized onions, sautéed bell peppers, and provolone on a baguette. Uh, what did you think of that bad boy? I thought it was good. I was worried. I was worried that the bread would be too thick or right. too toasty, and mm. it was not too much. It wasn't like a bread sandwich with a with a just light filling of meat and peppers and stuff. It was a, the bread was really good. Yeah. The, the meat and peppers had a nice taste to them a good texture. I, I thought it was like, it was not a greasy, uh, what is it? Pat's and Gino's, right? Those two places in Philly, like Philly cheesesteak, but it was, it was a good sandwich that, that was tasty. And so I'm not too off, put off by their claim of Philadelphia. Yeah. When, when, when you would, if you put it on the D'Angelo scale, I would say not quite as like flavorful, but it was but it was good in its own right. Yeah. Not quite as flavorful as a D'Angelo's. Yep. Um, I hundred percent agree with that. I thought I, I don't have D'Angelo's as a point of comparison, mm-hmm. uh, but we've noticed. I, you, you probably just shouldn't. You probably just shouldn't rate it. Then. <laughs> I'm gonna rate it. Uh, I, I will say not never having had D'Angelo's. This was better. <laughs> D'Angelo doesn't have shit on this sandwich. Uh, no, I, I think the uh, the, the element, the thing that stood out to me is uh, is the baguette. I thought was really good. I yeah. thought it, like the toasted baguette. I was like, man, this is better bread than I expect from this place, and it, it, it worked really nice. It held up to all those those gooey ingredients inside there. Uh, Mitch, what did you think of that that Philly cheesesteak? I thought it was okay. Yeah, it was, it was not my my favorite. Right. Um, I kind of, you know, what's funny. Well. I, I, I think we have to go back and review Subway again because I think I would be harder on Subway this time around. I think if you know what you're getting at Subway, you're you can get... You're totally paid off by Quiznos. No, you're totally like, we got to go back and fucking give Subway fewer forks. Sub, Subway... It, don't throw a brick through a Jimmy John's window. <laughs> I don't like Jimmy John's either. I was saying before this podcast that I think D'Angelo's is, or maybe I didn't even say it on the air, that D'Angelo's is maybe my favorite sub shop mm-hmm. of all like the chainy chain sub, sub shops. And Jimmy John's is up there too, but D'Angelo's. I mean, I'm sorry, but Subway is like if you get a certain thing and you make it your way, you can make it good enough, and and it's fine. But a thing to never get at Subway, I think, is like the steak and cheese sandwiches yes. or the meatball sandwiches. And I think maybe it's the same thing. I would say the same thing about Witch Witch, but I've had a buffalo chicken sandwich from Witch Witch, and it was good. But the the steak and cheese to me was just kind of like a lower quality, like right, like the. The what's it called? Jersey Mike's 
steak and cheese blows it blows it away. Oh wow! I think I think just blows it away. Um, the big the big the baguette was nice. Yes, but it just the the flavor just wasn't. The flavor just wasn't there for me. It was like kind of dry, you know. I, I could have used it a little greasier, honestly. Yeah. Sure. Like it's not it's not a health food choice to begin with. So I would say like grease it up a little bit, you yeah. know, like give it a little of that extra flavor. Right. Yeah. Um and uh the Mitch, you also you got yourself the meatball grinder. Which goes right into this. That's that this was the worst sandwich of the bunch. It I, was just bad. I agree. This was uh, Italian meatballs, Genoa salami, pepperoni, capicola, marinara, mushrooms, and mozzarella. I went Again, no mushrooms on it, by the mushrooms. And way. you you had the mushrooms. Um this the meatballs, first of all, were kind of cold. I'm not even just kind of. Yeah, they were I when you said they were kind of cold, I was like, oh, maybe it sat for a minute before. And then I tried it and I said I can't believe how cold these yeah. meatballs are. Yeah. Offensively loud, and Zul came over to ask if everything was okay, oh, and yeah. I felt like a monster. <laughs> um, yeah, no, it, it, it was. They, it was. They maybe just didn't heat them up long enough. They came, they came out cold, and yeah. the meatballs also just didn't taste great. The the marinara sauce was kind of like odd tasting. I thought like this was just not a fun sandwich. It was not. It was not good. I just like I, I usually will be an abu- an abundance of meat is usually a plus for me, but here I just like I didn't think I don't think the meatballs needed maybe it did because the meatballs were so subpar. The meatballs themselves were the were the worst part of this meatball grinder, but I, maybe, I, I yeah, maybe get them out of there. But that layer of the, the, all those Italian cold cuts mm-hmm. underneath the 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 meatballs and then with the marinara thrown on top, I just found it overwhelming. I just found it was just like it was just too much meat. It was just kind of like this weird meat mush that just like all got got swirled together in an unpleasant way. Yeah, this thing was a fucking. It was a mess. It was this, a it was a bummer. This one, this one, this this was a big loser. And I. I I came in there saying like I think I like Witch Witch. I was saying that as yeah, I was yeah. in there, not the, not showing my score for the end, but like um, this was this was a big f- big first disappointment. Yes, and the steak and cheese I didn't love either. But I also got the gyro, Nick. Yes, this is gyro meat, tzatziki sauce, tomatoes, and onions, red onions on pita bread. I liked it a lot. It was good. It was a good gyro. It was really good. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was like a, it was like a half pita. It was a, it was quite good. All the different breads were done so well, and we yeah. bought several different breads over the mm-hmm. the lunch that the three of us had, and and uh, so that's really impressive. And it doesn't always jump out at me like if a bread is bad, I'll be like, oh, this is bad bread. But I I rarely am like, oh, this bread is the perfect complement for this right. sandwich. And yeah. I think the gyro was like another one of those. It was great. I've been conditioned to expect from this kind of place that they basically they basically just do the sub kind of yeah. sub style roll and like that like maybe in some different maybe you can get a wheat one or something maybe or a you can spinach get a, wrap exactly yeah but but the uh, that that they had so much variation in the types of bread i, I was impressed by and yeah i think i agree with you they executed them all yeah i thought the euro meat was good and i i, I led ample amount of tzatziki i thought it was nice huge comeback after that meatball failure right huge meatball. and also this is the one that i thought was going to be like Hmm, I don't know how this gyro is going to be at this place. This mm-hmm. is kind of a weird, a weirder thing to get than a meatball sub at a sub shop. We took, I would say, we took four big swings yeah. with Reuben, Philly cheesesteak, meatball grinder, and gyro. And I, but I, the meatball grinder shouldn't be a big swing. That should be a, pl- a thing that like most sub shops do well. That's a good point. Yeah, mo- it's a kind of a sub shop staple. Um, and then what? I what the last thing uh, was was I think probably the least exciting on paper, but I actually liked how it was executed. We got we did get a spinach wrap, the avocado spinach wrap with provolone. 
provolone. Uh, wanted to try a vegetarian option. Uh, mayo, spinach, lettuce, jalapenos. Uh, I threw some. What the fuck else did I throw in there? Olives. Olive. Yeah, some black olives in there. Um, and yeah, I thought they. I thought the spinach wrap is like a. Mm. It's like a spinach tortilla. Just you're not wrapping it in spinach leaves, uh, which wouldn't make sense. The, the spinach tortilla, I think, was you know like what had a, had a good flavor to it. It held everything together well. Um, they dressed it properly, uh, and uh, a lot of provolone. The avocado was nice and nice and mashed up. Um, what was that sign that it was in there? I think it was, wait, it was oh, something yeah. about avocado being a superfood. I took a picture of it. You it was about it out, the Josh. potassium specifically. That's what it was. Hold on, let me bring it up here. God damn it! What are you? Are you getting your passcode wrong? No, I, yeah, I was getting my passcode wrong. He's Hold hacking on. into the mainframe. I, ha- I had to hack. Into the mainframe. <laughs> He's going into which which corporate <laughs> <laughs> the uh, back end. Little green potassium machine. Yeah, was there was mm. there pro avocado propaganda of avocados contain more potassium. Than bananas, which I did not know. The banana, banana industry is so mad at this. Yeah. They're, so, they're like, we had one thing. It right. was potassium. <laughs> and when we go bad, you make bread out of us. That's another half thing. And it's so, they must be so mad. Because avocados, if you're talking about things that go bad fast, now they're potassium kings. Right. Yeah, this is, ooh. <laughs> I, if I if I were a banana uh, uh, executive or salesman and I saw that, I'd be like, I'm through. It's yeah. over. I would it's jump out over. of my office window. I agree. I agree with that. Next thing you know, the minions are going to be green. <laughs> They're yellow because they eat bananas. Uh, I think in part. What the fuck is that? Canon? Uh, yeah. Or as they call it, Canana. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's writing his own fucking minion lore. <laughs> you know, what I think is cool is that my godfather's son Neil, Neil Kylie, uh-huh. owner of the Fat Cat Restaurant in Quincy. Uh. I remember he there's he came back from football practice and he and he got a cramp and he and he like was down on his porch and like couldn't get up, and uh his mom my godmother Kathy they they, they she called someone and they're like give him a banana, and like gave him a banana and it helped him it helped him it helped it with his cramps wow isn't that crazy yeah that's how that's a that's how nutrition works sometimes crazy. it's kind of amazing when you see the effects that. Uh, like discreetly, you just see you just see the exact A to B uh, cause and effect. Now an avocado would do it, but in, back in the late '80s, early '90s uh, in New England, they thought avocados were witchcraft. <laughs> Did not believe in them. <laughs> there they, was no avocado to be seen. No, they called them goblin eyes. <laughs> <laughs> um, what did you guys think of that? That I know you guys nibbled on that spinach wrap a little bit. What were your impressions? I liked it. I thought sometimes you get at a place like this, especially yeah, or at a chain sub uh, sub shop, you get a the veggie thing, and it's just a bunch of iceberg lettuce shredded right. up, and that's like the dominant taste and texture. It was. I thought the avocado came through. There was like enough of it that it gave a nice smooth texture. It really was, and a nice, nice, um, like offset by kind of the saltiness of the olives. I, I enjoyed it. Uh, Nick, for me, it was my last bite. Yeah, and he warned me. He said, "That's good. that could be your last bite." It's kind of. The plain one. It, to me, it evoked the taste of the um, a D'Angelo's kind of salad in a pita wrap. It oh, was a, fun. It was. A, it had like a nice kind of like a. It almost tasted kind of like a little Greek wrap to me, even though it was. It was not really whatever the dress. What was the dressing in there? Uh, it was just mayonnaise. Oh, it was mayo. Yeah, it's oh, straight weird. up mayo. Ugh. Gross. Anyways, all, all of that stuff combined together. You liked it. I know it all combined together to a nice little. It was a nice taste. It was a nice bite. Mm. It was good. I, I I enjoyed it. I mean, like, it's not what I would get most likely, but sure. it, it was it was good. And there was a little bit of heat in there. I didn't know there was jalapenos in there until I bit into it. Uh, it was good. I, I it's nice to know that that if you you are vegetarian or if you're just trying to eat a little lighter, that they have that they can execute that option. 
uh, well. And then uh, let, let's talk about the side. So we all got the chips and the drink. I got the – so they have their house chips there, which are like a, a sea salt and, and pepper. And, and let, me, uh, let me bring up exactly what – yeah, they're just called house chips. They're kettle cooked, mm-hmm. sea salt and cracked pepper, as I said. I thought those were those are great chips. They're like they're like a ridge chip, like a Ruffles, a, a, a thicker ridge than a Ruffles, and um, I, I really liked them. I thought the, I thought they were I thought they were outstanding. It was like that would be my go to chip. If I was going to have it there. Uh, did you get any of those chips, Josh? I did. I really I liked those a lot. I thought they really stood out. I like a crunchy. Uh, the crunchier the chip, the better for me. Right. And so this had a nice kettle chip crunch. I love a Cape Cod chip. Shout out to Cape Cod. Um, <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Uh, Did you these, ever go to the Cape Cod Potato Chip Factory? No, I never went. Oh, man. They give you one of the little bags at the end? Yeah, I, I put myself under the end of the conveyor belt and just laid there for a while. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, I thought they were like terrific chips. Hearty crunch, nice flavor. Yeah, they were, those are great. Mm. I met you, you went with the uh, the Doritos. I got some Cool Ranches. Uh, I mean, can't go wrong with Cool Ranch. Come on. It's Cool Ranch, baby. Uh, <laughs> I, I, uh, <laughs> yeah, you said that to Zool. He was like, <laughs> Cool okay. Ranch, baby. That was when I switched to high schools. That was my new identity, was Cool Ranch. <laughs> Josh, the Cool Ranch Taylor, for some reason. I said it like the Chinatown quote to Zool on the way out. It's Cool Ranch, Zool. <laughs> I left. Forget it, Zool. Well, forget it, Zool. It's Cool Ranch. Now he's going to tell everyone, like, yeah, people tell me my name's from this movie, Chinatown. <laughs> Forget it, Zool. It's Zool. It's cool ranch. What the fuck are you talking about? Forget it, Zool. The ranch is cool. <laughs> Just I tell like me the restroom it. code. <laughs> oh, I got to say something about yeah. that too, which we'll get into in a second. But uh, I don't like restroom codes, but I get it for where they are. Yeah. Um, but um, uh, the the house chips were good. They were good. They were. They, they, you'd let me have a couple, Nick. They were. They were surprisingly good. Those are nice. Um, yeah. And then uh, drink, you know, I just got, they, they have a standard fountain. I don't think there's anything remarkable about the fountain. I didn't see the iced tea, so I got myself a Diet Coke. Yeah, I made myself a Nick Weiger, uh, <sighs> a third uh, a third uh, lemonade, two-thirds iced tea, um, my riff <laughs> on an Arnold Palmer. And yeah, it was quite nice. Jesus. Um, I, I got a Pib Extra, which I just don't see very often, so I was enticed yeah, by it. Yeah, and there was Mellow Yellow in the, there they, There was like interesting uh, fountain drinks. Yeah. Mellow was, Yellow and, uh, and Pib Extra. Do mm-hmm. they have P- just regular Pib anymore, or they just rebranded Mr. Pib as Pib Extra? I don't know. What is Pib Extra? They, they assassinated Mr. Pib. <laughs> <laughs> His estate would only give him the right the rights to, like, uh, they can't have the Mr. part. It's like how the doors have to be the 21st century doors right to her now with Jim Morris. Um, here's, here, here's my here's here's the issue. The drinks are right by the restroom, which is weird. I didn't that is like weird. that. Yeah, bad weird. bad design, bad feng shui. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I less than ideal. Uh, and um, then we also. What got, if you actually you go back there to get a drink? You get a cup full of piss accidentally. <laughs> Happens all the time. <laughs> accidentally. <Yeah. laughs> Oops! Did it again. <laughs> Zool is like, get the fuck out of here. <laughs> well, don't want it to go to waste. <laughs> what? I should no, also- it's literally waste. <laughs> I should also say that Zool was very, very good. Uh, the, 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 the meatball sandwich being cold, if the, if which, which people are listening, Zool did a fantastic job. Right. He was really, really helpful and, and was and was offering to help out if anything was wrong. He was great. And really was, helpful. There was yeah. another worker behind the counter. We didn't catch her name, but she was uh, she was making a lot. She of was really nice, too. Yeah, yeah. uh, the, um, the, the one thing I liked about it, you brought it up. Yes. They 
he immediately intuited that you hadn't used their ordering system before and helped out, which like I, there are a lot of places you go in the world. Like I just went through TSA to get here where they act like if you don't like that, you're also at their job all yes. day knowing all the rules. Yeah. And, so, and for him to be like, oh, hey, this is like you might need to know this and, right. and this will help you out and it'll help me out eventually. But like so I, I thought that was really nice because it could have just as easily broken the other way and had to be like, you write it on the bag. It's like, <laughs> yeah, I don't I, I don't only eat here. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's it's, and you still got it wrong, by the way. Um, <laughs> oh yeah, I messed up the avocado one because I thought that one was prefab. I didn't realize I had to check off all the options, so I kind of hurriedly did it. It's slightly confusing, but also not that confusing. Like once someone just tells you the deal, it's, yeah, it's, mm-hmm. it's it's you can get you get it pretty quick. Yeah, I fixed it. Um, um, but uh, a thing that I did like here was that they they did give you. Nine pre-made options. Yes. I do kind of wish that there were more pre-made options, but uh, they were like, these are, those are the nine most popular. And I'm like, how did they decide this? Yeah. It comes from data from 350 different stores. I mean, maybe they're the nine most popular because they're the ones with the big pictures you can just check off on the back. <laughs> yes. It's very easy to order them. Self-fulfilling prophecy. Yeah. Well, I wish that there was one signature sandwich for every like meat like you know like every protein sure. or something. Or Yeah. I, there are some like simpler sandwiches right. like a, you yeah. know what? tuna melt or a buffalo chicken just something with a little less going on right yep. it's easy to forget too like because some of the other protein options are like they have like egg salad there i was just like oh i would i might have missed this on the menu mm-hmm. because it's so it, it, it's kind of like a thrown away like an asterisk um uh we got an oreo milkshake we had a couple of uh, sweet treats oreo milkshake and a courtney's cake birthday cake uh mm-hmm. let's start with that birthday hey, my sister's name courtney. oh how about that mm-hmm. hbd courtney whenever it is it was in February, so I guess not that. There you far go, back. belated. It'll come back around. Yeah, it'll yes, come back it'll around. Come back around. Um, the uh, boy, did, does her age line up with uh, the single digit <laughs> of the year? Yeah, we gotta we gotta redo this <laughs> this bit. <laughs> Counting by ten. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, no, she was not born in 1980. Mm, shame. Um, but the. Mm. Uh, the the Oreo milkshake uh, the, the 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 Oreo milkshake I thought was it's really like pureed it's like there aren't chunks mm. of Oreo in there there aren't little bits of cookie it's just like it's just easy for drinking I'll say easy that much. for drinking mm. you can sip through a straw like a, like a regular straw not any uh, fancy thick milkshake shake straw a regular straw you can just suck that up it's it was pretty thin Nick would this milkshake bring all the boys to the yard you think or no mm, I think it would but I don't think that Daniel Plainview would drink it wow <laughs> yeah I think it's kind of, it's it was a good milk shake but i think not a home run and we've exhausted all the, no, the notable milkshake references <laughs> there's gonna be at least one more yeah milkshake there probably thing. what are we missing i definitely couldn't think of it no yeah did um, i say milkshake brings all the boys to the yard yeah you said that one we said and then daniel, is i drink your milkshake yeah, we said drink your milkshake uh forget it milkshake it's chinatown yeah, that's, yes, that's, that's it there that's you go that's, that's, one, that's the trifecta <laughs> forget it zool it's milkshake town <laughs> I'm turning on the air, Nick, just so you don't get scared. <laughs> Why would I get scared? Um, what Everything guys, scares you. What did you guys think of that Oreo milkshake? I liked it. Yeah. Uh, I I think I prefer it th- a little thinner with the the chunks more uh, uh, indoctrinated right. into the th- the milk itself the and the ice cream. Um, I enjoyed it. Uh, yeah, I probably wouldn't get like at a sandwich place. I don't think I would get a milkshake all that often. Right. Mm. If I was like, oh yeah, just cold cut sub. Uh, Giant thick milkshake, <laughs> right? Um, but it's kind of it w- weird that they offer them. Yeah, I was a little surprised, but it I, doesn't I, seem basically. like a place that would offer it. But no, but I remember I, t- I took one last hit of milkshake before we left, so I think I think it was it was good. Went back for it. I liked it. I thought it was a. Uh, I thought it was. Uh, I thought it was good. I I, I I I think I agree with you that 
it would bring some some of the boys to the yard. Not right. all, not all the boys. Not Daniel Plainview. So <laughs> he think, was included in <laughs> that's who uh, Khalees was thinking of. That's yeah. yeah, specifically <laughs> Daniel Plainview and his the other kid. the other yeah the rest of the oil prospectors. <laughs> I, it, it wouldn't bring the. It wouldn't bring plain view. It definitely not. No, it's yeah, not plain view so. worthy. But the he's but, a man who knows his worth. <laughs> it, it, it was good. It was. It was a. It's a good milkshake. Wouldn't kill anyone with a bowling pin for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's you can't say it's good. It's yeah, it was good. good. It was a good milkshake. Yeah, those are those it's totally the, my assessment. It's not the best. It's it's it's. What would you say? A C a, yeah, or a C plus? A yeah, B minus? It's somewhere in that range. It's not yeah. worth going out of your way for, but if you're at Witch Witch and for whatever reason you're craving a milkshake, I think you're not going to be disappointed. Uh, the birthday cake, I thought was, was good. I mean, I like it. It's so it's it's basically was like a like a brownie sized chunk of, of, of birthday cake with a with that birthday frosting on top mm-hmm. of it. You, you almost got, you asked what the most popular one was because I said, oh, I like chocolate cake. Yeah. I made that clear. And then Zool told us the chocolate cake is the most popular. You almost got the chocolate cake. And then I said, Nick, you want the birthday cake. Forever. Yes. And you did, and then right. I, I was just saying that I did it for you. I know you. you got you, you. You pushed me to get what I wanted, and I'm glad you did. I You're mad that, that I brought this up. No, I thought that was good. You, sh- I, you wanted the birth. You should have gotten the birthday, and we did. Yeah, I got. The, I I thought. I I mean, I liked it. It's again. It's funny like, enough though. Not really birthday cake flavor. Um, it was it was more like kind of a vanilla. It wasn't as aggressively birthday cakey as some other things. But it I thought had, it was good. It had like the you know like the birthday cake batter that's like right. yeah the, the funfetti funfetti yeah. which it would taste great. Yeah, I thought it was, yeah. Uh, any other thoughts on that? I thought it was soft, softer, like nice and moist, moister than I thought it was going to be because when you unwrapped it, it looked a little shittier right. than it did wrapped. But I thought it was good. Yeah, I'm. it's it's like rarely something I, I would crave, but it right. was tasty. Yeah. yeah. Amply frosted. Yep. I, I would just say, yeah, it, it's, it's similar to the milkshake, just not a thing that I would get at a sub shop very often. And yeah. I usually have an occasion to get desserts when I'm when I'm getting a sandwich like this. They, it's, it's often a work lunch. They also had some cookies, which I thought that's right. like a more traditional sub shop dessert. Yeah, for sure. Uh, which we maybe should have gotten. Um, and no, uh, hey, don't beat yourself no, up. No, I, I let's go back and get the cookie. All right, God. All right, we're back. We got the cookie. Uh, worth I, it. Iger, Weiger, we got there, and Weiger said to Zula, "I want this o- uh, an ookie cookie." <laughs> Yeah, he left the he left the country. Yeah, he left. He is he was born here and then <laughs> chose to leave. Yeah. <laughs> He's in Panama now. Rash decision. Uh, but let's get to our final thoughts on uh, on which which. Uh, so, uh, Josh, here's how this. You know what I should have said? You what? You should you should you wrote on the brown paper bag "ookie" and put the cookie. <laughs> in. That's what I should have said. It's okay. I think I think that's lateral to me. Yeah, I just I, you know I I just kind of I. <laughs> Yours worked. You didn't need to second I guess didn't, it. I didn't take time on it. I just kind of forced it out. That's okay. That yeah. is that is uh, very apropos for Oogie Cookie. <laughs> Don't take time on it. You just force it out. Uh, so, Josh, we'll each go around. We'll say a sort of our, our summation of our thoughts on this particular restaurant and then give it a rating from zero to five forks. You are our guest. We'll begin with you. Thank you. So, I, I enjoyed our meal there. It was a um, It was like a kind of bright, not uncomfortable place to sit. There weren't a, a ton of tables to sit at, but like we, we grabbed one. It was a fine place. Didn't feel rushed. Um, the sandwiches I thought ranged from the meatball was not great. Everything else I thought was like pretty good to good. Mm-hmm. Um, the shake was good. Uh, what else do we, Oh, the chip, the chips were really strong. Yeah. Um, I just think the ceiling is so low mm. for this kind of restaurant, like a five fork sub shop, 
generally to me that would be like a local sub shop it's just hard to do mm-hmm. in a chain i think to have stuff that you're really like you would go out of your way to go to i mean other than d'angelo's of course um but i i think it was solid i would eat there again i think if it was you know an option a food court or a um a was driving and there they had it at a, a truck stop or something. Yeah. I would choose that over other fast food options. So I'm going to go with uh, a strong but unspectacular three and a half forks. Three and a half That's forks. Good, good score. Uh, Mitch, your thoughts. You said I got a bottle opener too, by the way. Um, which, which I wanted to, I wanted to like, Nick is disappointed. He just saw something he isn't going to like. It's uh, fine. Which, I walked into Witch Witch and I wanted to like it. I wanted, I wanted, I was maybe thinking that this place was Golden Plate Club material. Mm-hmm. And I think it's close. I think it's really close. I think Zool was, was very helpful, very great service. The place was really clean. I liked kind of, the bag system was kind of fun and interesting. Um, but then biting into that meatball sandwich, it was, it, it was a letdown. It had to yeah. be better than that. It just, it, it, and then, there were some sandwiches that were really good. I had fun tasting. And honestly, I think my recommendation if you went there would be to get like two smaller things and kind of like have fun having a couple different things, which is like not normally going to happen. You're usually going to go and just get one one sandwich. And it's unfortunately not easy to do here because they don't have an equivalent of like the, you the know, mini or something. they don't have a mini. They Their smallest size is like nine dollars. It's a full size sandwich. Yeah. Yeah. Seven inches. The small. Yeah. So. Boy, I mean, Mitch, seven inches is the small. <laughs> That's for everyone. Seven <laughs> inches is big. I know. I know. <laughs> Jesus. Just saying. What? That would be horrifying for you. Seven for inches me, is for, the minimum. For most of them, the, the majority of the world. Yeah, but for you in particular. <laughs> Five to six is the average. Okay. Yeah. For subs. <laughs> <laughs> Um. Hmm. Did Witch Witch put a spell on me? Not as much as I. It wasn't as bewitching as I thought, Nick. Mm. I, 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 I. The spell was cast when I walked in there, and I was. And uh, this is snacks in the city. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I, I was ready to be. Uh, I was ready to be taken with this witch's brew, but I. Uh, but it, it in in the end, Nick. That bite of uh, that bite of meatball was bite like biting into an eye of newt. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. It's close. It's good. I th- I think it's like a fun place. Yes. I'm gonna go. You know what? I was gonna go like three point seven five, but I think I'm gonna go three and a half as well. Three and a half forks. Three and a half forks. That just feels right. It's not a bad place. I would get it in a jam. I think it's not like a right. But I. You- You'd be glad to see it if you're like, man, I really need a quick bite to eat. Yeah, it's not, it's not, it's not a letdown. But I think I would do Jersey Mike's. I would do a couple other places before I would do uh, Witch Witch. Let me just say that I think Witch Witch is a part of a larger trend which I welcome, which is the upscale sandwich shop, the mm-hmm. the the sprawling sandwich chain that's available across the country. Um, and uh, to some degree internationally, that is a, a of a higher quality than a Quiznos or a Subway Toasty. or even a Togo's. It's like 
it's like a, it's like just like a step above, and I, I, I'll throw Jersey Mike's in there. I'll throw Firehouse Subs in there. Ooh, Firehouse House is good. They're too. they're kind of in that same tier, um, and I think Witch Witch, you know, belongs in that company. I think it does what it's trying to do well. Uh, I really was, I really like the service of this location in particular. I don't, I don't know if that speaks to this, to this individual franchisee or, or the company at large, but it was very good service. I thought the uh, the, the ordering system was a lot of fun, and the sandwiches are hit or miss. But the hits, I think, were pretty strong. And to me, mm-hmm. look, is Witch Witch going to bring all the boys to the yard? I don't think so. I, I mean, I think it may. It'll come close, but Daniel Plainview isn't going to want to drink it. I agree. So for that reason, <laughs> I'm going to go with three and a half forks as well. Wow. Wow. A true handholding club. It's in club. the handholding club. Not quite in the golden plate club, but I don't think it quite belongs there yet. Yeah, though, though maybe it'll get there. Uh, it, was a, it was a good chain. I think it's a good, solid sandwich option. Uh, by the way, we were walking to our car. Or I, I took the train over, and so I rode with Mitch. He, dro- mm-hmm. he drove us back to uh, his place for us to record. And we walked into the garage. Yeah. And as we walked in the garage, Mitch turns to me and, le- and says, like, I just want to warn you, it smells... A lot like piss. And I assumed you were talking about your car. Yes. Insane. But you meant the parking garage. And you thought that like Wally and Irma had pissed I in thought, there? What did you what, think? My question was like, wait, you let that, like the cat's in there? And you're like, no. And then it took me a, And then for a second, I was like, how did it get smelling like piss? And then I figured out you meant the parking garage. Piss. Yes. There. Human piss in the garage. What are you? T- what the fuck? I thought someone had peed in your car. No, you fucking freak. <laughs> It was in the garage. I appreciate the warning either way. It did smell a lot like piss. It did. In your car. <laughs> <laughs> that was our review of Witch Witch. Uh, it's time for a segment. We've got a beverage. When we were walking through that garage, you were inhaling pretty deep in and out. <laughs> JP Snips. <laughs> We've got a beverage, and we're going to decide if you should pour it down your throat. It's drank or stank. Mitch, you, you mentioned that I was scowling at something earlier. Uh, I'll say what it is that we... We came to a compromise because we had a couple of drink options. We're just going to do them both. One I find repulsive. The other was given to us by some listeners who I think came to our live show. Was it in Nashville? The, or Huntsville. I don't the know. Huntsville. One of our two live shows uh, gave us gave us one of those options. So I think we'll we'll start with this grosser one, and then we'll end with this uh, hopefully more delightful one. Um, to, to, to be to, yes. to be to end our meal and then walk through strong piss smell. And you said you said that you that that would deter you because it's it's the basically where you park to go to the restaurant yeah you said that that we were a deterrent for you to come back because of that the the piss smell yeah but to, to ha- eat lunch and then ha- have that smell and then now drink this yes which is it's a less uh, it's piss it's <laughs> piss flavored soda no it's lester's fixin's ranch dressing soda um, god y'all get your fixins where did you get this it was given to us on tour i, I hate it this this is ugh, this is going to be bad it's going to be awful yeah i, I can't imagine the this. world and if, i think if i liked it i would hate me yeah here's here's my thing is like i like ranch yeah, it kind of does smell like ranch actually. Oh. ranch is great like that's a great flavor and then this this sort of uh, this sort of concoction that someone comes up with it's like makes me dislike something that i like and then that's why i'm that's that's a Big reason why I'm fervently opposed to doing this, although I'll have it. I'll be a good sport. Oh, um, it smells very bad. It, it just looks clear. It just looks Ugh, like a sprite. It does smell bad. Fuck. Yeah, smells repulsed. This is gonna make. This Fuck. might make me throw up. And I, I'm I'm a rare puker. I'm an infrequent puker. Ooh, it smells bad. Uh, hashtag rare puker. 
Oh, it's horrible. Oh, don't drink it, Nick. It's so bad. Did you have some? Don't drink it. I'm going to take a sip. Don't drink it. Don't drink it. It's not bad. The fuck? It's not bad. It's no, not the worst it, thing in the world. That's true. Yeah. But like, I mean, have you the seen the world? What the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> it is really bad. Oh, it's gross. It's make, I'm gonna make, I might puke. It's yeah. pretty good. It's pretty, I, I mean, it, it's... It's bad, but it's not terrible. Like I, I thought, I, I was expecting it to be Ugh. worse. I, Ugh. Oh, I think this pretty much met my expectations. Yeah. It tastes different than I expected, but equally Ugh. bad. Right. I don't want to have any more of this, but uh, I hate that so much. But it wasn't. It, it didn't. It wasn't as terrible as I thought it was. Anyway, that's a definite stank, and em, I hate Emma that, we is, had that. Emma is waving her hand in front of her nose. I can smell it. It's gross. Yeah. It's almost to the point. It's past stank and onto like. Prank. Yes. Like it it's shouldn't a prank. exist. It's wow. A, new level. It's a new level. This is a prank. Prank drink. I agree with yeah, that. Yeah, for, for a beverage that's a true abomination that has I, no purpose except to trick your friends. This is a prank. Yeah. That's I want to I wanna say this. Ugh. It tastes like ranch that's gone bad. It does. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. There's like a sweetness to it that feels wrong. Like it's like a sweet ranch. See, the little bit of sweetness is what made it mildly palatable to me. The fact that it had any sort of sweet character at all. Um, but yeah, th- this is this is a definite prank. All right, but let's move on to the fun stuff. We got some Sun Drop. This is a citrus soda. Oh, I'm so pissed about that. This is 250 fucking calories. What the the Sun Drop? You don't want it anymore? <laughs> no. 250 calories in like. So this is like, I feel like a Coke of this size would be what? Would it be 200? Uh, I feel like it would be like 180. Yeah, 180 sounds right to me. Um, this is definitely this, this is like a sugar. This is sugared up. This seems very loaded with high fructose corn syrup. Let's have a little sip of this. Uh, do, do we know what? Re- let me. I'm going to do some quick research, some quick Google, and figure out what region Sundrop hails from. Somewhere in the south. It gave me like that same dry taste that the ranch did for a second. Right. So I hated, <laughs> I hated it. So hold on a second. <laughs> it's just the ranch in disguise. <laughs> <laughs> I'm back. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I sound like. <laughs> Here's my ranch voice. <laughs> uh, Sundrop is a citrus-flavored soda produced by Dr. Pepper Snapple Group. Yellowish-green color imparted by tartrazine. I can't tell if the aftertaste is from the ranch soda or if it's from mm-hmm. the Sundrop. It's, uh, it's not helping. It has I, orange drink in it, so it's kind of like a, that, that's part of where it's, get its, it's a citrus character. And more caffeine than Mountain Dew. Wow. So this is super. This is super. We're going to be wired. We're going to be such good gamers after this. <laughs> Emma, are you now interested in it again? No, I'm like really glad I didn't do that. I usually don't drink caffeine. Like this coffee I'm drinking is decaf. Ah, uh, okay. I don't drink caffeine. Yeah, that would have. Oh, you know what? That aftertaste was the ranch, I believe, because it's now finally going away. Yeah, yeah. this is this is not unpleasant. This is nice. This is a this is a drink for me. I, I would I would have this again if I was in uh, the Carolinas. If I was down in the Sun Belt. If I, well, not Sunbelt. If I was, uh, I said Sunbelt because it's called Sundrop, but the Sunbelt drop, was the a drop part. belt. If I, was, if I was down the drop belt, <laughs> the drop belt. <laughs> if I was down in the, uh, if, I, if I was down the south, I think I would treat myself to a Sundrop. This is Why a not? molasses boy drink. I'm all hopped up on Sundrop. <laughs> <laughs> My energy's through the roof. <laughs> uh, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm gonna go drink as well. I think it's. Uh, I wouldn't have this often, but it's a fun uh, no. little drink. This feels like a. a this feel, I wonder if I'm. Pro- I might be wrong, but this feels like a mixer. 
Oh yeah, oh, you yeah. Can, if you're if you're a youngin, you're you're a youngin down there in Huntsville or in Nashville. You, this is is this a mixin? You can pour some some pop off vodka in there, some some store brought like cheap vodka you get from a Rite Aid or a or a CVS. It feels like a lower octane, uh, tastier Red Bull vodka is what Ooh, you would get out yeah. of it. Mm, yeah, right. And and it also feels like get, the kids like young kids fucking hopped up and drunk. It's like a terrible. Oh, yeah. It's probably a bad mixer. Yeah, so this is. Loco. <laughs> it was originally called uh, "Drink This and Die After Prom," <laughs> <laughs> but Sundrop just like I think it's it just focus grouped better. <laughs> yeah, it flows a little better. Uh, Josh, do you wish. go drink on this one? I will go drink. It's like a, a subtler Mountain Dew. Right. It's like the midpoint between a Sprite and a Mountain Dew. Yeah, it's 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 quite nice, and I'm surprised that its caffeine content is so sky high because it doesn't taste like it. It doesn't have like the aggressive sweetness that you'll get of like a Jolt Cola. No, but it is. Uh, but it is good. It's quite nice. If I died after prom, I'd probably have some sort of fucking statue up for me in Quincy or something. <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Virgin. To, next to all the. <laughs> To be fair, they, they it's the Virgin Mary with you, the Virgin Mitch. To be fair, they still had a pretty big window after after a prom. Still about four years. They started smithing the statue. They're like he's a virgin. Yeah. He's about to die. Obviously, we're gonna need this at some point in the next decade. At some point, we'll need this statue. <laughs> you said they made it when I was 18 and yeah. said that we need it within the next decade. Yeah, yeah. They were banking on me for being a virgin for the next decade. And dead. <laughs> and they just slowly aged it up. Yeah. <laughs> Had some more beard hair. Um, I, uh, that was well, drinking. I got news for you. I'm still alive. <laughs> I thought you were going to say still a virgin. <laughs> I'm still a virgin, baby. <laughs> Just like a restaurant we've always been. Yeah. No one likes that shit. This is a Christian chain restaurant podcast. We, Mitch and I, are incel. We're incels now. I'm married and incel. You 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 gross fucking animals. (laughs) Married and incel. Starring Ed (laughs) O'Neill. Just like a restaurant, we value your feedback. Let's open up the feedback. We have a voicemail today. I'm Volsel. All right, let's hear it. Hi, Doughboys. Uh, my name is Beatrice from Minnesota. Uh, so I love food and music. Uh, those are my two favorite things. And I was just wondering what your favorite song about food is or favorite song that mentions food. Um, mine is Too Much Food by Jason Mraz. Thank you very much. Uh, hashtag Burger Brigade. Hashtag Spoon Nation. Wow. <laughs> In both worlds. I, Playing you know, both sides? Fuck that shit. <laughs> I welcome that gesture of unity. I, uh, I think Beatrice it, Switzerland over here. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the question, Beatrice. I, Nick, well, b- before, when we were on a little break here as you were plugging into your computer. Yes. Um, uh, right after I announced I was a Volsol, uh, <laughs> you, you nearly knocked over the cup of ranch drink. Yeah, I, I look. It was an it, it was an issue with the cable. We had a bunch of cables on this table. I couldn't see it because my my laptop screen had obscured the presence of Josh's right. It was. I'm not. I'm not accusing no, anyone no, no. of anything. I wanted it far from me, <laughs> so I <laughs> put it as far away as I could. I reach, don't blame you at it, all. And that was behind Nick's computer, which is my fault. No, it's okay. Uh, and uh, but you you caught it. It was fine. <sighs> Nothing was spilled. Luckily, it's cables on our table, and not cable. You mean Cable the Marvel villain? Yeah. Is that what you're going at? The guy from Deadpool? Yeah. 
Like it, he's he if he got wet with ranch ranch soda, he'd be uh, he'd, upset. He'd, bl- he'd fucking blow a anybody, hole in your yeah, ass. Anybody would. <laughs> Nobody would like that. <laughs> Deadpool will probably say some fucking line about it after mm. you got shot. How would you feel about that? Uh, I don't yeah, care for like, how he breaks <laughs> the fourth wall. <laughs> Just like how I take down steer on the ranch. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Reynolds, baby. <laughs> <laughs> he just goes full past the fourth wall. <laughs> I'm married to Blake Lively. <laughs> wow, this got lazy. Just saying facts from his own Wikipedia page. You know, I'm very excited for Detective Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I saw him kind of doing like a fourth wally thing the other day. And I did, or he did something like, I forget what it was. In the it, new, come the on, P- st- Pikachu, hold on to KFAB. <laughs> <laughs> He did something. He did something like Deadpoolish, or he's like, really? <laughs> I think he's like, I forget what it was. He was <laughs> listening to DMX saying curse words. <laughs> well, the really, like the really trope. I get that that's like kind of a thing that's that's maybe well worn, but that's yeah. like that's not breaking the fourth wall necessarily. Sure, they it wasn't Deadpoolish. They have a really in uh, in the new Aladdin, the Aladdin remake. They have a they have a, they have a really that's. That's I don't I don't love that, but it it was it because I liked I liked the previews for Detective Pikachu. I'm interested, but yeah. it was kind of like a dead. It was like a little. It was a little too right. much of a line. I could do without the realies. He's like, I got cum on my yellow fur or something like that. <laughs> yeah, that was weird that they put that in the trailer that they, that they showed. It was the the red trailer. It's a red band. <laughs> yeah. yeah. For Detective Pikachu, are you excited about it, Nick? I think yeah, of be course. Good. I'm a, a Nintendo fan. I, I, I hope that Detective Pikachu is good. I wish it all the success in the world. Uh, but uh, P- Pikachu's been struggling in obscurity for too long. <laughs> Pikachu <laughs> needs to catch a break. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be. Maybe we could go see it together. I hope so. It might be out by the time this episode's out. I don't know when it releases. We can go see it together. And make it a double. Oh, how fun! You don't mean that. Make it a double date. I could bring Natalie. You can bring both your cats in a trench coat. <laughs> it's tough for a Valsal to go on double dates. I don't have to put Wally and Irma in a trench coat mm. to sneak them in. You're talking like a Muppet sort yeah, of like deal? Yeah, like pass them off as a man. No, you do two legs, one, one in each leg of a pair of pants. <laughs> <laughs> like, That's a ghost. <laughs> Eight-footed ghost. I'm not bringing Wally and Irma to the theater. Mm. Um, they, they can watch it here with me later yeah. on. <laughs> uh, but so uh, so the question hold on a second yes that's who you'd say I'd bring for a date is my cats well who else what else what are your other options a human being okay bring a person Ugh. mama Mitchell <laughs> or fly your sister out tried to hold you back from fighting Pikachu <laughs> could bring Armin <laughs> what the what the fuck is this? Oh, whatever. Well, let's go, let's go into the let's get into the voice. Beatrice from Minnesota, wondering what your favorite food song was. My mind immediately goes to Weird Al. I mean, you know, Weird Al, the king of the king of song parodies, mm, obviously. Which ones? Yeah, he's done a few food parodies. Let's hear them. Which you know, ones? like like Eat It. He's done mm, Eat problematic. It. Problematic. Okay. You think Eat It is problematic? <laughs> it comes from Beat It. Mm. But because Michael Jackson is problematic, it's that's right. I think if you do a parody of something problematic, that's non-problematic. I don't know. I think it still carries over. Mm, I think it. I think it waxes uh, the uh, waxes off the problematic element. I don't think so. No, I think that's what that's the nature of the parody. Could, I here. don't. Could you like? What if you? If someone, if like Weird Al this week dropped a parody of "I Believe I Can Fly," mm. you'd be like, mm, "This is weird and problematic." Yes, it would be. <laughs> yeah, right now in this current climate, it would be. But the, I think the "Eat It" parody predated any of yeah, the MJ I think, allegations. I think you're right. That's think, what it is. I think it's okay for him to still do it. By the By the way, if hashtag, he dropped hashtag Weird Al new. <laughs> if we if we're <laughs> 
Like he knew? He says, Did- <laughs> Part of the silencing campaign? Mm-hmm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I think I also think if Weird Al dropped I Believe I Can Fry, I think we'd all enjoy it. Yeah, that's true. He'd, he'd have a fun spin on it. That's true. Think um, all the things he'd talk about frying. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. Um, I think the, uh, you know, like 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 that, uh, a, lot, a lot of Weird Al parodies. Uh, wait, what's the, what's the fucking other one? He's got to beat it. Oh, God. What the fuck is the other one that... Fat. Fat, yes. Yeah, he does my, Michael Jackson ones that are specifically, f- like, food related. Fat my, is also good. My immediate thought was uh, Scenes from an Italian Restaurant mm, by Billy Joel. That's, that's the, that was where I went first. Uh, it's, I mean, it's as much about divorce as it is about food. Yeah. But still, I, uh, I, that, and, and then my brain just stopped. It was like, you got one, dude. <laughs> Take a rest. That's that Gondelman work ethic. <laughs> Scenes from an Italian restaurant are, are, that's a, that's a, that's a, that's a really good one. Yeah. I, uh, I like also too, and you guys were doing some food jingles earlier, but I mean, I always think of the, that specifically makes me think of food jingles. Uh, you know, the, the In-N-Out Burger song, we I think people know, um, uh, there's the, you know, there's a, there's a bunch of different ones, the Chili's Baby Back Rib jingle, mm-hmm. but I think of one that's pretty local to LA, uh, well, well, it's very local to LA, because there's, to what I, I know, one location, uh, Tito's Taco has a great jingle, like, the only thing better than a Tito's Taco, Taco is to, yeah, and it's like, I sang I like that, that song for the birthday boys, and I thought I was insane, because I didn't know it. <laughs> Because that commercial I love comes, Tito's tacos. You, you love Tito's too. Tacos, tacos, Tito. A taco, a taco, Tito. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. There's a dispute. I don't know that was Yeah. They also got uh, spicy burritos. The only thing better than a Tito's taco is to. It's a great song. Yeah, I like that. I'm sold. Yeah, it's and I was singing that in a pool one day with the birthday boys. I love Tito's tacos. You love Tito's too. And they didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. They thought I was crazy. You have to see that local TV commercial that airs like sporadically, uh, like uh, late night. Like I, mm-hmm. I've seen that commercial maybe like six times total in my life. And I grew up here. Uh, Mitch, anything come to mind? I, I've looked up. I, I cheated. I mean, I had my answer anyways, but mm-hmm. I, I looked up songs about food. First of all, Milkshake. Uh, oh, came that's up a good one. Yeah. That milkshake, which we were, were, were referencing in the this episode. Uh, also, uh, that's a more came up. That's a good one. Oh yeah, mashed potatoes, uh, uh, peaches and cream. Mm. I love Rocky Road by Weird Al. Oh, that's fun. Uh, pork about, and beans by Weezer. How yeah. about uh, apples, peaches, pumpkin pie? That's a good. That's something, a great something, song. Something, something, something. Uh, that's no. That's that, I like that one. Yeah, I like that song. Uh, Blueberry Hill by Fat Domino. But Nick, oh, a big yeah. one that you missed. Cheeseburger in Paradise. Oh my oh, God! There it is. Our pal Jimmy Buffett, mm-hmm. our good friend Jimmy Buffett, our good friend Jimmy Buffett, <laughs> our close colleague J- Jimmy Buffett. Guest <laughs> on an upcoming <laughs> Doughboys Double, Jimmy Buffett. He's booked. Um, my favorite is Too Much by Dave Matthews, baby. Oh yeah, gonna eat too much. Gonna I drink eat too, too much. much. Oh, I didn't know that was about eating. Yeah, I mean it's about every. It's it's about being a. Uh, uh, you know, like just doing things doing to too excess. much. Yeah, doing yeah, yeah, being excessive with anything. I guess. Right. Uh, you know what comes up is uh, talk about beating off. <laughs> no, it's like a, like a bridge. Gonna about. eat too much. Gonna jerk it too much. <laughs> he doesn't jerk too much. <laughs> um, grappling with his porn addiction. <laughs> it's funny that there's so many songs about dump too much shit out of our tour bus. <laughs> <laughs> there's there's so there's so many songs about. Food. It's really funny that there's just a bunch of songs about food. Right. 
But um, oh, also the Pina Colada song "Escape" is a great song. Oh, yeah. oh that's a good one. Parentheses "Escape" as we've talked about before. Yes. But a uh, friend of the podcast, Ben Gruber, his brother, sang "Sex and Candy." Marcy's that's right. Playground. That's right. I don't like half of that song, as we know. I like I like the, <laughs> I like the candy part. Right. Um, Would have been better off if that song was just called "Candy." Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. That's I. I, that's, I think too much is uh, too much is it for me. Too much is for by Dave Matthews Band. Um. Uh, let us know your favorite uh, your favorite food tune. Hashtag uh, sounds of the stomach. <laughs> Jeez Louise. If you have a question or comment about the world of chain restaurants, you can email us at doughboyspodcast at gmail.com. Leave us a voicemail at 830-GO-DO. That's 830-463-6844. And to get the Doughboys Double, our weekly bonus episode, join the Golden or Platinum Plate Club at patreon.com slash doughboys. Josh Gondelman, the album Dancing on a Weeknight, available now. Thank you so much for joining us. Anything else you would like to plug at this time? Oh, sure. I think by the time this is out, my book will be up for pre-sale, too. Very cool. Yeah. So that Congratulations. Comes out, thank you. It comes out in September, but pre-sale should be live. It's called Nice Try, Stories of Best Intentions and Mixed Results. Oh, how about that? Thank that you. Rules. Thank you. Mitch, you think you'll ever have a book? Uh, the Doughboy's book. Doughboy's book? Yeah, the Doughboy's book. It will be a picture book. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, right? Yeah, I'm into it. The Doughboys book. It will be a. It will be like a, one of those true crime books. <laughs> <laughs> the first true crime pop up book. <laughs> <laughs> That'll do it for this episode of Doughboys. Until next time, for the Spoonman, Mike Mitchell, I'm Nick Weiger. Happy eating. See ya. On the next Doughboys Double, Struggle Session host and Twitter lightning rod Jack Allison joins to review McDonald's worldwide favorites menu. And we make our Mount Rushmore of favorite July 4th movies. Hint. July 4th is known as Independence Day. Get the Doughboys Double every Tuesday only at patreon.com slash doughboys. Do it. That was a HeadGum Podcast.